All right, welcome, welcome to uh, Loma Carter Live with your host, Tim and Sarah. We are here to help you guys out and talk about scheduling, production, dealer news updates, and recalls. There are a few recalls to this week. And uh, also, let's just, we'll have some fun talking at the end. Uh, so if you guys like that, so stick around and I think you'll enjoy it. So, uh, and of course, uh, Hopefully, uh, we are recording this also as a light, as a podcast, so you can check that out if you'd rather listen to it uh, in your car, work, wherever. Uh, find your favorite co- podcasting platforms, unless your favorite is uh, iTunes, uh, but any, all the others were there, so you can check it out. Just look for Ford Video Guy, and you'll find it. And uh, if you're listening there and want to come check it out live on Tuesday night, 7 p.m., join us live. All right. Got all that in, in there. And uh, let's see. Oh. Yep, gotta gotta put this on silent. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, just finished off the night, so uh, uh, that goes crazy at night. At the end of the night, anyway. All right, so hopefully everybody had a great weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not a, I, I'm one of the few people in Kansas that's not a Chiefs fan. Um, used to be years ago uh, when they sucked, uh, and I jumped. I jumped ship a long time ago, and for those that stuck around, the Chiefs fans like my parents, my brother and sister, congrats! Enjoy, uh, enjoy what's going on. Uh, they are off to a they're they're having great years uh, right now, and uh, so the, if you're a Chiefs fan, congratulations. If you're a 49er fan, congratulations. You guys had a good year as well, um, and you got a good young quarterback that I think is uh, is going to be there for years to come. Uh, and uh, I didn't watch. There you go. You didn't watch? No. No. I watched. Lebo took it was fun. It was a good game. to his sisters, and I stayed home and cleaned the house. I had the score up, so I kept track of the score. But yeah, it's it's a fun it's a fun game, fun to watch, even if you're not a Chiefs fan. Um, kind of pulling for him. Um, you know, being from Kansas and Green Bay wasn't in there, but look out, Green Bay's got a good young team, and uh, I think they might 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 have a chance next year. So we'll see. Anyway, all right. Other than that, hope you guys enjoyed the commercials. Super Bowl or the the halftime show? I I don't watch. I don't. I, know, I don't know that. any of Usher's songs, so it was like, well, these are good, but I don't know any of them. Okay, so, so I I, <laughs> so. I was the generation that you know grew up with his songs. Um, and while I do recognize his songs, I completely forgot who he was, and I'm like, ah, I don't need to watch the Super Bowl halftime show. It's just, it's Usher. And then after the Super Bowl, when they, I'm hearing some of the songs, I'm like, okay, I actually do like some of his music. It's nostalgic for me because that's what was played at the skating rink while we were skating around in fifth grade. <laughs> skating rink. I'll date you too. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. But uh, other than that, uh, hopefully everybody had a good weekend. I, just, I went to Chicago Auto Show without you. Yeah. Uh, you had things going on and uh, Jeff went with me. He did a good job. He did a good job. I'm very proud of him. Uh, he did a good job, and it was nice because he was able to help with those thumbnails too while I was there. And mm-hmm. being there, he was able to get, capture a couple of pictures. A couple of them were like, "Hey, oh, we didn't grab pictures of the F-150. We didn't grab pictures of the Maverick." Uh, so uh, anyway, he did a good job though with thumbnails and uh, good job recording as well. And uh, had a lot of fun there. Uh, I felt like we kind of rushed and did it all in one day, and we didn't come back the next morning. We just got on a plane and came back here. So it was all about the Ford stuff. And we had about a couple, about an hour where we actually walked around. Did see the Tesla truck. Tesla truck was there. If you remember, you got a chance <laughs> to see what I said about the Tesla truck. You probably didn't watch that yet. No, I but haven't. But it was there. 
I'm just, I'm just, all I'm saying is somebody's going to cut their hands on that truck. <laughs> so I have you. seen reviews. Of, some people have actually gotten their hands on it and driven it. Um, doesn't go as fast as they say. Also, the one guy towed his Humvee because he has an old Humvee that he's, you know, repaired and everything. He towed it with his cyber truck to see how far he could get and he's like you know if i actually you know died on the road or something i just unload the humvee and load the cyber truck up and tow it with my humvee yeah. that was his plan i'd say evs aren't really ready to tow yet um so i do listen to some other uh, ev i'm i'm a proponent of the ev i love e electric vehicles got a maki on order plan to take delivery of it kind of missing the lightning um and there's some out there that talk about the tesla truck that it was um what they call it um I can't remember what they called it, but they said it basically wasn't what was expected. So is it a cool vehicle? Yeah. But like they had said, is it matched up with the, you know, if you, if it didn't look like the Tesla truck, let's say it looked like an F-150 or it looked like a Rivian, would it fit? Would it be out those two vehicles? Not really. Rivian is more of the off-road EV uh, that can handle that and take it off-road and has all those capabilities. The Lightning is that work truck that you can just take on a job site. It has all the power, all the onboard power, everything else. But the Tesla is more of just a kind of a cool thing. It looks yeah. cool. So a lot of millennials, not necessarily millennials, a lot of people that are there in California, they'll like them. They're cool. They're cool looking. You know, even the person that kind of made fun of them said that, you know, but what they didn't do is they didn't promise what they delivered on. So not yeah. that we're doing our rant now, but just, uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyways. It was kind of a, a dud. That's what he called it. It's a dud. Oh. Tom I, Monogamy. I so agree I, with I our Raptor. That's what I've He's said. Awesome. It looks like they took a piece of paper to a kindergartner and said, draw me some shapes. <laughs> That's what we're using to well, build the truck. And you think, you know, a lot of their other vehicles, um, they're kind of shaped the way they are to help for aerodynamics to get a best but miles. People per are always saying, kilowatt. I want something different. I want something unique. I want something that isn't always, you know, like all the SUVs look the same. All the cars look the same. They want something different. This is different. They thought yeah. outside the box. Yeah, they did. Anyway, all right. I'm just saying it's sheet metal, and there's a lot of there's a lot of edges on that thing. There are gonna be some people getting hurt. I'm telling you, right now. So anyway, okay. Um, but that was cool seeing it. And actually, first time seeing an auto show. From what I understand, you can actually ride in them. They'd give you rides in them. So did take a time to do that. But you know, I was gonna ride. They had Lucid was there too to give rides. I wanted to ride in Lucid. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we were kind of short. I on haven't time. heard anyway. much about Lucid yet. But it was fun. Um, it's a smaller show. Last year, remember last year, it was there was the one hall that we were in, and then we crossed the way on the other side. There were more on the other side. Yeah. That none over there. Really. It was just the one hall. So it was a very small it's, year. It's half, if not less, than it was. So last it was a very year. small year compared to last year. Yeah. Well, Jeep didn't have their big hill and everything this That's year. That's right. Jeep took up a lot last year. So they took yeah. They took, anyway, all right. Um, Enough of that auto show stuff. Um, you can check out all the, uh, speaking of that, we do have videos uh, from the auto show. We did one of the Explorer, talk to the uh, marketing manager, uh, marketing manager. I don't know. Anyway, he's in marketing for the Explorer. He kind of walked around a little bit. Uh, I was hoping to do a little bit more of what's different from 24 to 25 versus just what he did. Uh, so I will still have to do an. <laughs> I was hoping I wouldn't have to do like I was going to do that as my video that says, hey, here's what's different from 24 to 25. I'm still going to need to do that video this week. Uh, also, we walked around the two Mach-E GT uh, uh, packages that are new for this year. 
Uh, so they had the rally, which with this time I was able to get inside the rally. Ooh. Wasn't able to do that in Detroit. So we got inside of it and checked out some of the materials and everything. And I like it even better. And now that I got inside and then the bronze appearance package was there as well. So we did a video on those. Did a little walk around on the Maverick for part of Maverick Monday this week was the walk around on it. It's the same one they had at Detroit Auto Show with the chase rack on it. Okay. Not a huge fan of the chase rack, um, but did a you walk around actually, on it. When he purchased when he had ordered his Maverick, they had premiered that in North America. Yeah. Or sorry, South America. They had pre yeah. premiered that it's in big. South America. And yeah. Lebo wanted to put that on his. Yeah. Take, well, know. he also wanted the Bushwhacker fender flares. So <laughs> yeah, um, and then they had the F one fifty Tremor there and the Pro Axis tailgate. So I did a video on that because that is available. We're going to talk about that later during the scheduling information. When can you get one of the, order one of those? And it's this week's folks Friday. Anyway, we'll talk about more on that later. Uh, upcoming videos, we're going to work on our build and price videos on the Explorer. So there's four trim levels, and we're going to do a what's new as well. Uh, do those videos, trying to work on those this week and get those out uh, and everything. So, all right. All right. Other than that, I think I went over all that stuff. Oh, um, so I didn't do my dad joke early. So, okay. So uh, geology rocks, but geography is where it's at. Okay. Geography. Then. So probably wondering what this is. So your mom, uh, your mom got, my wife got onto, she's in the Bronco ladies group. Yeah. And so a lot of, she's, she's finding a lot of people buying stuff and finding stuff. And supposedly this, uh, this mug is an L, uh, area 51. Agro something. Supposedly that's area 51. That's an ergo. That's what they say. Earl grow. E-A-L-G-R-O. E anyway, I normally don't like tumblers this big, but this is pretty cool. So I'm, I'm putting stickers on this. So if you got any stickers you want to send me, I want to put some stickers on this. Um, I'll get you a lightning sticker. Anyway, I do want to, I don't want to have put some, if you have one that has yours, uh, Bronco and everything like the sticker swap, I'm putting that somewhere else. I'm not going to put that on this, but. Um, yeah, so your mom's like, hey, so I gave her one of my stickers. So I'm like, I can't really put that on there because you already put it on yours. So I have to film up with something else. Anyway, I do have a built wild sticker over here. I could put that on there. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so that's why it's out there. We can move it now. It was just a prop. All right. Other than that, oh, did get a sticker swap this week. I, it's kind of fun to do that each week. Have a hey, what sticker swaps mm -hmm. came in? So I haven't really contacted anybody last week. I feel like you got to do it like a week in advance. Uh, but these are really cool. Um, did you see them? This is from Bronco Adventure Adventure. Find him on Instagram. Him or her? Is it him? Bobby. Yeah. Well, Bobby can be a girl. Anyway, I'm not sure. But here's his stickers. They're pretty cool. He's got a little one. He's got a blue Bronco, four-door, claw top. All the claw tops have to, like, band together because it's not very many of us anymore. Um, but anyway, there's his Bronco. But then he also had these that are pretty cool. I kind of like that. See that? Well, that's cool. Yeah. One, I like Two that. different sizes. I kind of cool. I like, I like that. So, anyway. But got me thinking... I think I'm going to take, you know, the because um, Auto Illusion will do these for you. And you know how they have the one that I have. 
Um, but then they also have the Bronco around it. So I thought about doing that or having you guys help me create a supercell. Oh yeah. So supercell Tennessee and one for Colorado and okay. we'll make some up and, and first come first serve, make so many mm -hmm. and I'll hand them out for free. If people come up to me at Bronco supercell Tennessee yeah. and they want the sticker, I'll just give them the stickers for free. Um, and that'll say, it'll have us, it'll have us, uh, my Bronco on there. And then it'll say Supercell Tennessee 2024. I like that. You gotta work on that. It won't take that long to get those in. Thinking of doing that. So there you go. If you're not going to Supercell and I have some left over, I'm gonna get then a, we can maybe do that. Give them away. As soon as I can find my pictures of the lightning that I took when we first got it, I will be making stickers of my lightning. That's an O1 Lightning Supercharged, not uh, an electric lightning. All right, moving on. Um, don't forget to smash that like button. I appreciate it. Subscribe if you're not already. Hit the notification bell. If you're into Ford vehicles and that kind of thing, you'll like our content. Uh, they're all about educating customers on Ford products. Uh, so you kind of know what's going on when you go in there because we know not all sales guys at all dealerships know their stuff. And... Uh, a lot of times you want to you want to know what what's going on before you go in that dealership, and uh, our videos deliver that. So make sure you're, you're subscribed, um, and then also there's membership. Sarah, how can yes. you become a member? You can't. No, you can. Uh, it's that join button right beside the subscribe subscribe button. Uh, when you click on it, it'll go over uh, all the perks you get uh, as being a member. Um, content. Oh, wait. If you're an iPhone. If you're an iPhone, yes. You have to go to the web browser, go up to the little a and big A, click that, and you should be able to see. click that. So, I'm sorry. My brain's frazzled right so now. So basically on an iPhone, you have to have a test top. The app yes. will not allow you to see that join button on an iPhone or a tablet. But if you yeah. go to your web browser and click and request a desktop browser, a lot of people don't know you can do that because most browsers on iPhones and tablets are conformed to the tablet or an iPhone. But if you request a desktop site, then it will be there and you'll be able to yeah. see it and click it and join. Um, and then you'll find all of our content right on our main page. In fact, if you're even if you're not a member, you can actually see the thumbnails of the member content. Really? Videos. Yeah, so the videos are there, but when they click on it, it says you need to be a member to watch this. So it's teasers. Hmm. Anyway, but I made it that way not to be a teaser to people that aren't members, but to make it easy for members to find the content if they want to watch it. I like um, that. But I guess it is kind of allowing people to say, hey, you can't watch it unless you're a member. Anyway. And uh, so some of those perks, we do a uh, live stream every Friday. Mm -hmm. Saturday, we do a lot walk. Uh, this week was very condensed and it ended up going live on Sunday. Did I have that go live? I think so. Anyway. Um, and then um, plus other things. We have a member, some gifts we like to send out. So we send that out. And you also get uh, the badging beside their names. If you look mm -hmm. in our chat, you'll see that the our members colored. are colored. And then they get colored badges for each um, milestone that they hit for how long they've been a member. Yep. And those were recently refreshed. So, yeah. And then, um, yeah, there you go. And then occasionally when you hit a milestone, like Anthony, mm -hmm. right. He just posted in there. I think looks he like did. that. So member for 10 months. Hey, Tim and Sarah, I love the changes for made to do, the 25. Explorer. Basically those are super chats for free. Yeah. 
So if you're a member and you hit a milestone, you get those. All right. So actually, I don't. I'm. I think any member they when they do that, they, any member they can do it. Right. You don't have to have hit a a milestone. Yep. yep. <laughs> Great badge here. All right. But also on top of that, during our live streams, we like to get a shout out to our members. Sarah, are you ready for that? Yes, I am. All right. We'll start off with Bucko. Uh, how about those Chiefs? And we actually have quite a few questions in here, too. Uh, we have Niles Gridley here. He is one of our moderators. He is also our in-house aftermarket. Uh, if you have any any aftermarket questions, tag at Niles Gridley, and he'll help you out with those. Yep. Let's see. We also have Ridgeview in here. I don't have one of his comments start, but Ridgeview is our uh, wonderful moderator that helps us helps me out in the chat keeping everything clean and happy. So if say hi to him, he greets you as you come into the chat. Yep. We keep things positive here. Uh, just like we say at the end, stay positive and be kind to one another. Mm -hmm. We have ghost staying. Good evening, everyone. And Craig mock. We have Mike M. Hello, Tim and Sarah from Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Hope you are doing well. I am starting to warm to the idea of plug-in hybrid. Plug-in hybrids where it's at. We have Mid-Coast, Maine. Um, hi, Ridgeview and everyone from the Maine coast. There you go. Nathan Wolf, Go Pack. We have R. Quibido saying hi, all. And Ragnarcon, I am finished with shoveling my driveway. <laughs> we haven't had a shovel in a while. Quite a bit of snow. Knocked on wood. <laughs> Supposed to get snow. We possibly could get snow Friday. Just yet. No. Yeah. We're on the line. Mm. North Kansas is supposed to get snow. We have Gerwalt here. And Anthony, Tim is getting a mocky. Question mark. Is the Bronco going bye-bye or the Maverick? Oh, Bronco's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Um, but the yeah, I'll probably trade in the Maverick. It's probably gonna be September. Kind of hoping it's actually after the Maverick meetup, which still need to plan that. Um, I used to talk to Ashley about that. She's working on that. Um, and um, yeah, so then I'm hopefully it'll be after that. But yep, rally, All hockey right. rally. And we have Jack Evans. Hey, Lomac crew, I'm late, but here you weren't too late for the member shout outs. There you go. Let's see. Um, that is who I had tagged. We got Gerwaltz is in here. I mentioned her. Any dates? Oh, any dates from Everett Meetup? Not yet. She's working on that. I asked her to try to look for something in July, uh, late July. So we're working on around um, the, there's some a big event we have here, uh, Lead Sleds, what they call it. We have a lot of people in town for that. So we're trying to work around that. They usually kind of have, that's Late usually, July tagged in. So. That's usually like the last weekend of July. Yeah. Because the next weekend is usually the fair. Yeah. So I think, or. We, we did it. We did it the weekend after Lead Sled. Right. Year. And the week before the fair. Sometimes yeah. the fair is the first week. Sometimes it's the second week. But yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to work that out. Because I know a lot of people said they wish it was in July. So we're, I'm trying to get her to to work it and see if we can weekend and get it in July. She's not even doing it that week, that same weekend as Let's Let. That Maverick people might actually enjoy that. Well, yeah. 
well, well then oh then she talked about instead of doing just a maverick meetup of just doing a youtube meetup youtube youtube meetup a, so a live meetup kind of thing instead of just a maverick, maverick we open only. it to everyone open it to everybody broncos and everybody that wants to come uh, just just kind of hang Ford. out if you drive something else if you watch the basically then yeah so yeah. we'll see YouTube. um so but if we uh, did it during look, let's let then we could you know enter maybe let's let or whatever or meet up at let's sled and do some activities there that would give us some more to do than just yeah chill we can <laughs> still do something here at the at the dealer at the dealership um as yeah. kind of a meetup and then um because a lot of people came last year to, to kind of to talk to me and to see me and, and see us and everything uh -huh. else. And uh, so that they were kind of thinking more of a meetup for the YouTube community. Yeah. And no matter what, because there are people that had Broncos that was like, I, I come, you know, and this and that. So when I open it up to anybody, bring your bring your vehicle and come uh, let's let's hang out. Let's, you know, hang out for the couple of days and uh, have some fun and, yeah. and maybe go do some drives, you know, on a Friday afternoon. Um, that kind of thing, or Saturday afternoon, and enjoy the lead sled as well. And mm -hmm. So we'll see. We're got like we got ideas. We're trying to expand on on what we've done the last couple of years. So yeah. So we have Don Jordan. Hey everybody, loving my twenty three Maverick. Good. Um, yes. Johnny has joined us tonight. All right. That's Richview. Johnny, howdy everyone. We just finished the bath and watching live now. Well, I'm glad you're clean, Johnny. <laughs> I know you're talking about your baby. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, and the family is healthy. That's awesome. Good. Just wait till y'all hit teething. We're we're in teething right now with the baby. It's still a great yep. time. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see here. What else we got going on? Um, good dealer highlight. You got a good dealer highlight ready? I was pulling it up when you mentioned the members. Have we done Chapman? Have we done Olathe? I don't think so. Here we go. We've done Chapman in the past, I think. I don't know. There's a couple different locations, so for them. All right. To we are going to do uh, Olathe Ford. Did you do the banner? Or? I can. There we go. All right. So our good dealer tonight is Olathe Ford. Um, this is from our competition. Number two in Kansas last year. We're being nice. <laughs> this is from Evan. There was a clear communication of what the price would be and why. No silly markups or taked on dealer installed options. The price was exactly what he quoted. Updated for the changes that Ford made. Um, Example, the cargo discount, and then I paid MSRP with the Farm Bureau rebate. And he said he worked with Don Swagger. Sorry, Jordan Brewer. Okay. They are good guys at Elite Ford. We, yeah. we have fun. Is we, that where your dad worked? Yes, it is. So we have, we have a lot of fun. Let's test something out for a second. It didn't work. Okay. What's up? Oh, I'm just setting You're messing up. with things? Yeah, just messing with things. So right. we do record this next session as a separate video out there. So um, 
for scheduling information. So if you want to rewatch it, I'll have that go live tomorrow night uh, for people that uh, want to see it separately. But uh, actually getting quite a few people. We've got about two to 3,000 people that watch it on Wednesday uh, as, as a video. Uh, but there's some people that want the information now. They can't wait till Wednesday. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and do that. So are we ready for that? Oh, uh, real quick, before we get into that, I don't have an is it true for this week. So if you are out there, you're wondering, hey, I wonder, is this true? I heard something out there on Facebook or different forums or something like that or on Reddit, and you don't know if it's true or not, pop it in the chat, put is it true? Um, and so we can uh, all we'll save that for uh, is it true segment, and uh, it could be highlighted by you. So um, looking for an is it true for this week because I didn't find one out there. Anyway, all right, I just need to go to Facebook because most of them are on Facebook. <laughs> so, anyway. Um. Questions. Oh, and then if you have questions, yes. If you have questions, put at Law MacArthur or at Sarah Davis. That lets me know to pull it aside. If it pertains to what we are currently talking to, I wait till he is done with the topic, and then we answer all the questions all at once. If it does not pertain to something that he is currently talking about and pertains to something that we talk about later, I will hold off on that question until later. Or if it's not pertaining to anything in specific, particular about any of our topics we wait till our q a and then answer them all at once yep so uh, we're going to talk about scheduling for this week and this is the first week of scheduling for april production dates um so new outlet new sets of allocations and everything else like that uh, so we'll get into all that so if you have questions about that any of that information drop it down there tag her and then we will cover those right after the scheduling so all right let's jump in and get into it All right, we're going to get into scheduling for this week, and this is the first week of April allocations um, and uh, new set of allocations for April production dates for this this week. Uh, it's the start of, of scheduling for that. Uh, some models are scheduling and some are not, um, and we'll go over these notes. And there are notes in here are in general for the month of April production from the factories and such, so we'll cover some of that as well in this. But before we get into that, uh, let's go on up here and go over some of this uh, terminology. Uh, so don't forget about the, the order banks. That is where the customer places all stock and retail orders. Um, a retail order is a customer placed order. A stock order is an order placed by the dealer for stock or lot inventory. If they don't have enough retail orders, they're earning allocations. Uh, we'll talk about how that's done. Then they need some stock orders, so they'll put stock orders to, to fill up their inventory. Uh, priority code, that's a priority uh, a dealer is giving to orders. 03 uh, is what Ford opened it up. Through 19 is retail order, customer placed orders. 20 to 80 is for stock orders, uh, priority. Lower the better, so it's like a golf score. So that's why retail orders are always looked at before stock orders for the same configuration. Uh, scheduling, that is when Ford schedules an order for production dates and the future months. They do that always on Thursdays. Um, so we're going to talk about what's this week's scheduling and what it looks like and notes that we get from the factory on what they're looking for. Production date, that is when it's scheduled, your vehicle, your uh, order is being scheduled to be built. Uh, they'll schedule it to the week first. When they get closer, then they'll go ahead and schedule it to the day. Uh, and Ford can move those around sometimes. So always keep with your dealership staying updated on that. Um, allocations. So allocation, Ford gives dealers allocations to schedule their orders. A dealer needs an allocation to schedule an order in the order bank. A dealer earns allocations from their sales for each model 
within the region. So they earn that based on how well they sell the model within their region. The dealerships that sell more of them are going to get more allocations. So sales volume, but also they lose some allocations based on what they have currently in stock that they're not selling. That sometimes comes out of that or vehicles that they have coming in. Um, we'll explain that when we get to Maverick with us and why we're, we're getting zero, even though we sell about 50, 60 uh, Mavericks and why we're, we're not getting any this month. Um, so uh, we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Uh, constraints, that is where options may be in short supply or take longer to build. Uh, so if the con if the demand is higher than the capacity, there's where your constraint becomes comes in. And sometimes that capacity is low because they can't get enough of the certain supplies to build that particular part or trim because of that, the shorter supply. So capacity is a planned production rate for a given motor trim and option based on those supplies. Job one and two production are production runs within a model year. They split it into two different jobs. We're going to actually talk about job two for the F-150 here in just a little bit. And they will split it up in two different uh, job runs. Uh, doesn't mean you have to place your order twice. If it doesn't get scheduled in job one, it still stays there for job two. Um, it's just there are certain options that won't be available until job two hits. Um, and then balance out. That's the end of a production um, or balancing out of a certain option or even a model, which they're doing on two different models this month. So there you go. All right, so there's that information. All right, so let's start with the um, 24 model year Mustang. Um, there is currently 1,176 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Um, we don't know how many stock orders are in there. Uh, last week, I think there were 992. So we've gotten a couple orders. I don't think they scheduled last week, so that's probably why it's gone up. Uh, the order banks are open up if you do want to uh, order a mu uh, Mustang to your certain configuration. There should be some inventory out on some dealer lots. Look look there if you want to, uh, if you're wanting to get something quicker. Um, just a reminder for them this month, 2% um, of the count uh, is the production run for California Special. And also Dark Horse Handling Package and Carbon Fiber Wheel have now resumed production for April. So that is back. So if you have a dark horse and are waiting and didn't get it scheduled yet and your dealer's getting that allocation for this month, then you have that chance of getting that handling package or carbon fiber wheel now is back in stock or production. All right. Uh, they are going to be scheduling this week for the month of uh, April. So the week of April 1st through April 22nd. Uh, exhaust availability for the night pony package. So that is a retail only option. Uh, because of that so and then uh, this month in case you're wondering us in particular our dealership we're getting three allocations for mustang zero dark horse uh, next is a 24 model year escape uh, there's currently 612 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank last week there were 502 um, the order banks are open up if you do want to order uh, an escape uh, plug-in or hybrid and uh, that is available uh, just a reminder for this month um, that their planned production is 0% hybrids. So they don't plan to make any hybrids in the month in the month of April. And 45% of April's production will be active trim. 39% will be ST-line trim. Um, they are scheduled this week for the weeks of April 1st through April 22nd. Uh, Law MacArthur does have five escape allocations, two of those being plug-in hybrids. And I don't think we have any plug-in hybrid orders. So we're going to have to put a stock order in unless somebody wants to put a retail order in that and for at, a, at our dealership. So, all right. Next 24 model year Bronco Sport. Um, 
Let's see, there's currently 294 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, there were 271, so some of them did get, or, or actually it went up. So there's some orders that were put in. The order banks are open up for all trim levels. You can put those in. Something to re uh, remind yourself when you are putting that order in for this month, uh, they gave us a note saying that 0% production for the big, the big Ben and the freewheeling with the convenience package. So that's still a constraint. Uh, they're not planning to produce any in the month of April. So if you have that on your order, it will not get scheduled. Also 0% uh, Big Ben black appearance package as well. And then 0% Badlands. So they're not going to make any Badlands in April. Uh, no black appearance packages in April and no convenience packages on the Big Ben or Free Will. <coughs> so keep that in mind as you place those. Uh, we do have eight allocations this month for Bronco Sport. Uh, so we, uh, if you order one with us, we probably get scheduled as long as it fits that. It does say in here this week, no stock scheduling, only retail scheduling. They are scheduled for the weeks of April 1st through April 22nd. And again, no no scheduling for Badlands until mid-March. Um, so you're looking at May production dates probably. Um, limit availability for the Outer Banks, the Convenience Package, we talked about that, and the Tech Package, which is optional on the Outer Banks. The exhaust availability for the 2.0 EcoBoost. We already know that Badlands is constrained. That's why it's being put off. So, all right. Uh, moving on, uh, 24 model year Edge uh, it is... We do. There's currently 1,527 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week there were only there were 569, so they've added like a thousand orders uh, because we know that it's shutting off, and uh, now that number won't go up anymore because you cannot order an edge anymore because it is finishing. Uh, in fact, the, the month of April is the last month they're going to produce the edge, so they are scheduling this as balance out scheduling this month uh, for the edge. Um, just a reminder for the month, their plan is 25% production of SELs, 38% the titanium trim, and uh, I believe ST is, is balanced out completely already, and uh, they're balanced out for the month. We do have eight allocations this month. They are planning to schedule this week, production weeks, weeks of April 1st through April 22nd. All right, next is the 24 model year Ranger, currently 1,911 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, there were about 1,747 in there. Order banks are open up if you want to place an order for the Ranger, including the Ranger Raptor. Keep note, you will need to find a dealership that has a, a Ranger Raptor allocation, and that dealership may not even realize that they have earned one like we did. So we actually have uh, four allocations this month, one of which are a Raptor. And we've already received our, our first Raptor allocation. So now they are giving extra allocations to dealers for Raptors. Uh, they haven't told us yet how that mix is going to come down, how you earn it. I assume we received ours. We're not a major, a big Ra Ranger dealer, but I think we received it because we're a big Raptor dealer. Bronco Raptor, F-150 Raptor, we sell a lot of those, which is probably how we earned our, our other one and i don't know if we're getting a third one or not they haven't told us but we do have one this month and we already have an order in for that one so if you're wondering on that oh can i place an order with you we already have somebody we already have an order in there that they'll get that allocation so we will let them know that's the order we want them to take because it's already in the system they already reached out to us and had that in there just in case um they are not scheduled this week though for the ranger so Keep that in mind, so you'll need to look for next week. Um, we'll see how that looks next week. 
24 model year Bronco. Uh, there's currently 4,007 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. So they did, we did see an increase of another 300 there or possibly more. Um, order banks are open up for about all configurations other than the Heritage Edition and the Heritage Limited. Those are sold out. Two-door and four-door are both um, balanced out. Uh, they closed the order bank for the Heritage Edition. Uh, just so you know that. Um, just a reminder for this month, 75% of the production will be the, the hard top. Uh, that's the production rate. That's a really high number. 50% will be the 2.7 liter engine. And 30% is the Sasquatch, which is lower than what, what their normal average is. Uh, so just to note on the Sasquatch, it's a little bit lower than normal. Raptor production is going to be 25% marine grade vinyl, 75% leather, and then 35% the standard wheel, 65% the beadlock capable wheel. And then on the Heritage Limited Edition, 87% of the production will be two-door, 13% four-door for the month of April. So those are April numbers right there for the whole month, whole uh, month. Now for this week, uh, we uh, by the way we do have as a dealership have five allocations and we have one wrapped Bronco Raptor allocation. So um, now for this week, uh, it says party scheduling for Raptor Heritage Heritage Limited and Everglades. It seems like they've been doing that on about every month. That first week they schedule out those first, and then they work on the others. So they are scheduling those for the weeks of April first through April twenty second. Um, it does say best availability is the two-door Heritage Limited stock orders or open allocation. So, and on the Heritage Limited, I don't focus too much on that because every dealership is supposed to get one, and we've already received ours. Most dealerships have. Um, so you need to find that dealership that doesn't have, hasn't used their Heritage Limited order yet uh, or allocation yet. So, um, and then Raptor orders will require a mix in the order bank of 70% standard will and 30% beadlock. So we know that that's actually been updated, uh, current to these numbers. So I won't worry, look about, I don't think they updated that from last week. So, um, other than that, I think we're good on that. So I wouldn't be too concerned about most Bronco. If you have orders, I, I didn't look to see if we have any unscheduled. I know that last week, we used the rest of our allocations to schedule all of our uh, all of our unscheduled retail orders. So all of our retail orders as of last week have been scheduled. So we're free to take. We have, like I said, four regular um, Bronco allocations with no orders unless some got put in uh, last week when I didn't know it. So if you're looking to place an order and want to get one scheduled, shouldn't be difficult. Again, talk to your dealers, though. If you're at a dealership that has a lot of uh, orders and they don't have as many allocations, then there could be could take a little longer. But if you find a dealership that has a low number of orders and allocations, like us, where we you know we earn allocations, uh, we normally earn about eight allocations a month. And the reason we have five instead of eight is because we have a lot of stock um, Broncos in here, and so because of that, that's why we only received five. So it kind of shows you how that that system kind of works and the allocation system works. 24 model year Maverick, uh, currently 20,827 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, it was 20,358. Again, order banks are open up. That's why you probably see that number go up, uh, even the XL as well. Uh, for this month, uh, really the percentages for capacity is the same as it has been for the year. 55% hybrid, 45% EcoBoost, 23% uh, XL, 47% XLT, and 30% Lariat. Um, and then they are scheduling this week, no stock scheduling, only retail scheduling. 
They're scheduling for the weeks of April 1st through April 22nd. Um, it says limited availability for the black appearance package, the spray in bed liner. And it says not available to XL luxury package. Don't get me started there. Also, the, the drop-in bed liner is also limited availability. I said this is going to happen. Anyway, uh, hard trifold tonneau cover splash guards as well. Exhaust availability for the XL trim. We know that's that's very over. Uh, we have a lot, lot of pent-up demand there. A lot of those orders need to be scheduled. Also, exhaust availability for the 17-inch unique ebony painted aluminum wheel. That's the FX4 off-road wheel. So now we're that one's exhausted as well. So got the, the FX4 off-road. It may not get scheduled, um, but some will. Not completely. When I say exhausted, I don't know why they say exhausted, but um, it's still some could get scheduled. So out there. So anyway, uh, Lola MacArthur has zero allocations for this. And then the main reason is because we had so many that Ford wanted to make sure all those people that had a 23 order that hadn't been scheduled yet, they wanted to make sure they got scheduled for January, February production dates. So we had like 150 that got scheduled for those days. And because of that, and based on our normal sales volume of about 38 to 40 is what they say we should get, you figure that out minus the ones that we have in transit and everything else. Uh, because of that, then that's why we earn zero allocations. Now, next month should be different because we've sold over 63 last month we've uh, we're, we've already sold 30 this month so we're on track to sell 60 this month if we do uh, sell another 60 then we'll earn allocations next month so for those of you who have an order with us um just be faithful with us uh next week next month we should get some more allocations all right moving on 24 model year explorer currently 737 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank last week it was 437 we won't see that number go up anymore because the order banks are closed for the 24 model year Explorer. We have moved on to 25 model year, which that order bank is opened up right now. If you want to order at 25 and looks fabulous, got a chance to see that at the auto show. Um, looks great. Reminder for this month uh, for 24 model year Explorer, 50% production for XLT. Uh, they do have a stop build on the Platinum, ST line, and King Ranch without the trailer tow which basically means that they weren't, weren't going to build a Platinum ST line or King Ranch unless it has a trailer tow. So you want to make sure if you have one of those that you've added that trailer tow package to your order. And then also the limited 301A, um, they're not going to build any with the trailer tow. So you want to make sure to move that if you want to build uh, the 25 model year order. Um, this month is balance out. So they're going to finish that out. We do have nine allocations. Um, some notes, they are scheduling this week, uh, retail scheduling this week, um, production for the weeks of April 1st through April 22nd, um, limited availability for the base series, uh, the 20-inch carbonized gray painted uh, wheel. That's the uh, XLT support appearance package, so you probably see less of those get scheduled. Uh, the priority is XLT, but not the the sport appearance package XLT. Exhaust availability for the 20-inch premium painted aluminum wheel. That's the one that's optional on the XLT 202A and it's standard on the limited 300 and 301A. And then the 21 inch bright machine facial wheel is also exhausted. Uh, that's the one that's standard on the platinum. So you kind of see some constraints there. So, all right, next is the 24 model year expedition. Uh, there's currently uh, 724 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week it was 605. 
Uh, order banks are open up for the 24 model year expedition. Uh, just a reminder for this uh, month, 0% production for the, the limited 302A, uh, 18% for the XLT. Um, so, and then also the standard wheel is now available on the platinum again. So it has been not available for several months. It is back available now on the platinum. So if you've been waiting for that, uh, good news for you. Now this week, they're not scheduling this week for the expedition. Uh, and just as a note, we do have five expedition allocations this month. All right. Next is a 24 model year Mach-E. Um, currently 57 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Um, we do, uh, looks like last week was 52. Um, order banks are open up for the 24 model year. The S, the Select, the Premium, and the GT, including the GT Bronze. And if your dealership tells you you can't order a rally, that is not true. You can order. It just will not get scheduled because of the late availability item. That should have been my is it true. Anyway, um, and just uh, note, they actually did tell us that Maki was not scheduling for the month of uh, for August or for April production, but there's a note on here saying they're going to schedule this week. So I don't know which is true. So if you get scheduled, if you have a Maki order and you get scheduled, let me know. I'm curious because according to the factory, they're scheduling this week for production weeks in April. But according to the notes that they, that they, that Ford gave us, they weren't scheduling Maki. So I guess we'll find out. Um, all right. Next is a 24 model year super duty. Uh, currently, 21,504 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, there were 20,393, so we gained an extra 1,200 orders in the order bank. Order banks are open up right now, so you can go ahead and place those orders if you want to. Just a reminder, 84% uh, of the production this month will be the 44G transmission. That is the one that's stand that's in, that's the transmission for both of your diesel and your 7.3 liter. That is not the one for your 6.8 liter. So you can tell that means the 6.8 liter production rate is going to be 16%, right? So, and they are needing some 6.8 liter XL and XLT orders. All right. Uh, and let's see what else. Oh, we do have like, I think we have 43 allocations. I don't know. We had 25 that got carried over from last month that they're trying to schedule for us this week. Um, so I don't know if that's included in the 43 or not. All right. Um, scheduling for the production weeks at Kentucky for 226 through 225. I think that needs to be, well, it could be um, through 325. Um, and then no scheduling for the Ohio truck plant or assembly plant. Um, and then uh, let's see what else. Um, limit availability for the F5, four, uh, F450 and F600 series. Uh, limit available. Well, actually, limit availability for all these options. I'm just telling you this. Uh, platinum version, limited. Uh, the 6.7 liter Power Stroke diesel engine and the high output Power Stroke diesel engine is limited. Um, and when I say that, I mean again, it's limited. And I think anytime it's a lower percentage capacity, it's going to be on here. And we know on the high output that it's like what is it, 10 to 19 percent? Some months it said 19 percent. Um, so that's 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 low. And that's why they say they say it's limited. Okay, doesn't mean they won't have any schedule. Just make sure, want to make note of that. Also, the fuel tank that's included in the 7.3 liter gas engine, XL, XLT, or Lariat on the 450, on the 350, 450, and 550 and 600s is also um, limited. That's the 99N fuel tank. Um, also, the 245, 70R, 19.5G um, tire. Uh, that's standard on the chassis cab 600s XL and XLT. That's uh, the tire code is TD 
five. Um, also tire TGU, the 245-70R19.5 um, traction tire that's optional on the F600 XL and XLT. So it looks like the standard and the optional F600 tire is limited. That's why we're seeing the F600 having issues right here because they just don't have the tires coming in to help with the production. Um, wheel option 64E, the 18-inch machine and painted aluminum wheel that is included on the trimmer off-road package. That is limited. Um, tire TGL code, that's a 225-70R um, 19 and a 0.5G traction tire that's standard on the F450 pickups. So earlier we said limited on the 450s and 600s. We know why, because mostly it's probably because of these tires. Um, the frame uh, code GBK frame, that's optional on the F350 two-wheel drive with the diesel engine and 145-inch dually and 145-inch single rear wheel is limited. The 4x4 Dana axle, that's optional on the 455, 50, and 600. The rear axle that's optional on the F350 dually with the 6.8 or the 7.3 gas engines is uh, limited, as well as the rear axle that's optional on the F350, 450, and F600 dualies with the 6.7 diesel, the standard diesel. Um, also, option code 91D, the onboard scales and smart hitch that's optional on the XL, XLT, and Lariat pickups. Um, that one also is limited. So it's not mentioning the, the ones that's standard on, like the King Ranch. So that should be fine. Um, option 90M, which is the max recline seats uh, that is standard on the limited option on the Lariat King Ranch and Platinum is also constrained. So you might want to think about taking it off if you really want your scheduled. Uh, 203-inch wheelbase fuel tank uh, with the low-sulfur diesel fuel, 98L option. And then... The power sliding with the privacy glass and defrost option 435 is also uh, limited. And then the Baja interior, so which is uh, color code uh, 3J, 2J, 5J, or 6J, depending on what trim level you have. All right. I think that's all I have on the F250 or the Super Duty, I mean. All right. The 24-model-year F-150, um, there's currently 5,762 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, it was 5,276. Uh, so it's gone up. The order banks are open up for the 24 model year uh, with the exception of the tremor. But that's going to open up on Friday. So I want to make sure everybody knows uh, for retail order, you are going to be able to at, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday. The order bank is opening up for the tremor trim and probably will open up. That's when it open up for the options for that so we probably will see an updated order guide come friday or monday um, they said uh, stock ordering of the tremor will happen for dealers on monday but retail on friday so go in uh, and check that out also a note for this uh this um we'll get into the rest of this here so this this month is a startup for job two um all right um we currently have about 31 uns or allocations this month for raptors um to schedule this month now raptor r is not scheduling this month uh, just so you know that we do have one that got carried over from last month that'll get carried into next month because they're not scheduling for raptor r current is what they told us anyway um on the raptor they are scheduling about 20 70 percent to be the 801a which is your standard raptor and 30 percent the raptor 37 that's their planned capacity on that 
and lightning is not supposed to be scheduling this month. So it's our other notes in there. Um, they are scheduled for the week of March 25th. So this week will be actually not April's production. So we do have 31 that got carried over uh, and they're going to try to schedule all those this week for a lot of dealers uh, for us, 31, but some dealers are going to have other numbers. Um, 24 mile year job one is balancing out uh, this week. Uh, so next week will be the start of job two production uh, scheduling. So there you go. So those of you that have been waiting for that pro access tailgate on your platinum or King ranch order or, Lariat with the bed utility package, then or the trimmer with the 402A, then now the wait is almost over. One more week. Um, so try not to get your order scheduled this week because if it gets scheduled this week for March production, it will not have the Proxis tailgate. It has to be a job two scheduling in production. So keep that in mind. So don't get your order scheduled yet. Um, tell your dealers to 99 your order or something for one week. Um, limit availability for the 3.5 liter EcoBoost engine. And then limit availability for two, the 245-70R17, all-season uh, standard tire. That's the one that's on the 101A and 103A XLs. So just so you know that. And then the last one, 24-model year transit. Uh, there's currently 5,878 unscheduled retail orders in order bank. Last week it was 607 or 6,007, so they had scheduled some last week. Order banks are open up right now. They are wanting some transit trail orders. Uh, I have a little fact about that later. I can uh, tell you that um, I know where those are made, and uh, it's pretty cool because I've been in that plant. Uh, limit availability on the 3.5 liter EcoBoost engine for this month, and eTransit is not scheduling this month. Um, so, and then they are scheduled for the week of August 1st through August 8th. So those two weeks. Um, cleanup scheduling, it says uh, on in here. And then we, it says we encourage our dealers to submit orders uh, with the non-EcoBoost 3.5 liter engine. Um, they're looking for those. Um, and they're also looking for e-transit orders. Um, that's probably one of the reasons they're putting some of it off. Uh, does say opportunity to schedule trans, uh, trail vans for remaining allocations. So if you have an allocation, don't have orders, um, crazy if you do. Um, but if so, uh, put in some transit trails. Um, and then limit availability for the EcoBoost engine there. So, all right. I think that's all the scheduling for this week. So there you go. Sarah, back to you. <laughs> How was that? Are you back to us? Back to us. Need a camera on you. Anyway. It's a lot of talking. Your turn. Any questions? A few. All right. Um, the well. black, the twenty-four Maverick Black Appearance package went from exhausted to limited availability. So it's have, better. Right. <laughs> they have a Lariat Hybrid with Black Appearance package ordered twelve fifteen. He's hoping to get into April scheduling. Do you think they'll start scheduling Black Appearance package? I mean, you, they are going to schedule some. Yeah. So, um, what basically, it, it really, what matters more is: does your dealer have allocations? How many orders do they have? Right? Because if a dealer has, like for us, if we have zero allocations, it doesn't matter what your order has on it; it's not yeah. getting scheduled, right? So, if you're with us, like Brandon, I know he's one of our members. He's going to order with us because I said, "Hey, we're going to take orders," um, but we have zero allocations, so I can't help them. Um, so, you know, in some some people, some dealers, it doesn't matter what you have on your order; it won't schedule. So they will try to fulfill a dealer's allocation. So if a dealer has like 10 allocations 
and they and they have a have a few orders they want to try to schedule that so they will schedule what they can based on that configuration what the dealer has first um so there's a possibility so i can't say no because i've had some people say you told me it wouldn't get scheduled and i did I'm like well again there's a lot that goes on within your dealer's order base that uh order bank there that that has a lot to do with that right yeah some will we'll have some people that will get get scheduled to lariat with a black appearance package um yeah and what's well, 30 percent production for lariat so mm -hmm. yeah uh waiting on a 24 lightning flash it is built but not shipping are they waiting for the 23 to sell first even if they have the 23s on the lots they will ship out the next model year usually mm-hmm 24 lightning flash is newer. Do you think they're waiting on anything? They may be having, I know all the 24 F-150s are being held up. So, oh, but that's a lightning. I know, but it's still, is that still, it's being still held a 24 up? F-150. Okay. So they lightning is still looked at as an F-150. And so you'll see that sometimes it gets lumped into F-150s territory on that. So, um, but even though, but the lightning didn't change, the lightning didn't change its body style though. Right. So, because I, I immediately uh, thought about F-150 and the 24 and how we haven't started seeing them ship out yet because it's a refresh. Well, but I will say this. Lightnings always seem to, to trickle out a lot slower. Yeah. We found that with even a lot of ours where it would almost some of those stayed at the factory for quite a while before it finally shipped out. So they want to make sure that battery and everything are good on those. They don't want to have any issues with that. So that could be some of what's going on too. Yeah. So. Um. Will Ford start scheduling more dark horses with handling packages? They can. They said handling package and the carbon fiber wheel are back available. So they will resume. I don't know what, what percentage they didn't say. So hopefully if you have that and your dealer hasn't, like we don't have a dark horse allocation, so it doesn't, like it really depends on the dealer, right? So, yeah. All right. Um... Ordered a 24 F-150 regular cab, six and a half bed, was scheduled 122, then went into processing about a week earlier, or a week early. Then I got an email saying it's confirmed with a delay, and then in production date changed. Okay, so what typically happens is you have different statuses uh, for order processing. You have, um, you have on order, and then you have... Um, in production so what happens is when a vehicle gets what there's subcategories to each one of these as well so when something gets like the order gets sent to the plant that usually happens like a week to 10 days ahead of the vehicle being built because they need the plans they need to know what they need to stock for these vehicles and what's hey here's what's being built this week we need to make sure we have this many of this and this and this and this so they can build fluidly without any breaks and any slowdown or any stoppage of that assembly line so they usually will uh, you know, they'll go into sent to plant in the sense that your order is sent to plant. That usually happens ahead of the production date. And so, but it'll still still say it'll go into in production. And so, but then we have seen sometimes like a week before where they need to make a change on that because maybe supplier did not fulfill what they needed to. So I had to move some orders around. And so sometimes that does happen. Um, so, yeah. And then once it's built, it'll stay in production status until it's been inspected. It's good. And then it's handed over to the shipping company on the rail. Once that happens, it goes in transit. So I always 
like to, because sometimes you'll think, okay, a, a vehicle only takes one day to be built, but it could stay in production for two or three weeks because there's a lot to the process. It's not just being built itself. It's getting ready to be built. Then it's being built. Then, then it has to go through inspections. Maybe it has to get spray and liners put on, a bed covers put on, that kind of stuff. That takes time, and then they have to be inspected. A lot of times go on a lot until they can be inspected and then be put on a, and sometimes they can't be put on a rail for in transit and be handed over to them because they don't have room or whatever. And so sometimes the in production status can, can last longer than you'd think. Mm -hmm. So you just have to be patient with that, especially, and I just saw it said F-150, <laughs> especially on F-150 right now, everything has actually been delayed. We, none of ours have been shipped out, but they're shown on a website. So I think it's happening soon. Mm-hmm. All right. So, in fact, actually, you know what? The ones on our website say, do they still say on order or do they say in transit? They say on order. They, they, don't, say say, on they order. don't say in transit. I was hopeful there for Did a you say we can order trimmer on Friday? Yes, sir. Okay. Was it the 25 Explorer that you said you were selling for invoice? Yes, we okay. are. Um. I just got 45-day update on my F-150 Power Boost. Nothing's scheduled yet. What are the delays in production? He removed... Here's his second comment. I removed the retractable tonneau cover and bed liner from my F-150 Power Boost. That'll Will help. that speed it up? That'll help. Yes, that'll help. And then he had a third comment with that. Is there anything that you would always recommend to not order from factory on F-150 that would slow things down? I always say into those bed accessories... That's usually that's kind of been a kind of a, a key because all that stuff. So Ford was trying to get into the in the sense Ford's trying to get into the aftermarket. They want some of that that income, right? Why not? And so they have people to put bed covers on, spray liners, and all that. That takes time there. So that just you know they but they only have a certain capacity to be able to do that, and so it's limited. So if you you know have people that want bed covers, or you may maybe you have a dealership that doesn't have a great aftermarket environment like we do with Niles in them, you know, which I found out that there are some dealerships out there that, that they don't have that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you are a dealership like that, but you want to put on, so I get it. You might want to put those on, but if possible, if your dealership can put it on or you can put it on yourself, mm -hmm. right? Order from Ford and put it on yourself. Then I, I would hold off on doing it because again, yeah. the capacity is just, it's, it's more limited there yeah. on how many they can do. Process. See, and like we had heard about the one that came from New York and brought his vehicle here because his dealer didn't do aftermarket. They somewhat do. They will refer you to a third party. So uh -huh. like Bedliner, they won't put it on through themselves. They refer to a third party. Um, aftermarket accessories, you order it, get it in, and then they'll you take it to their shop and they'll put it in. Well, we to be honest, I've, I've been here for 20 some years and that's we actually the, the liners, we'd actually sent them to Rhino and such. We had a company in town. Mm -hmm. um, we've had a ten, our tents were the same way. We we had went to a place that did a tent shop. But what we did as a dealership was we bought those companies out. So yep. come work for us. So we basically purchased the companies locally and now it's all in house. It's not done on the property here. It's actually like the, the tent and liners are actually done in another facility over there. And um, so, but it's by our employees now. So mm -hmm. we 
higher demand. So quality control is that way as well. <laughs> but um, not all dealerships do that. So they, sometimes they do outsource that. We but also, if you can do that, it would speed up your process. So that's the point is yeah. if you can find somebody or a local company that can do it and you can get the truck, mm -hmm. then you can send it off to them, right? So. Not looking at the live chat. Thank you, Ricky. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate the donation. It's always appreciated. So, so do, 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 do. Uh, do we or will they offer a new order guide that will be published for job two? Yes. In fact, oh, we're going to get into dealer news updates because there's actually a job two for the Lightning F one fifty Lightning. That's why I think that I knew like. I'm sure it won't be accurate, but getting excited. Um, yeah. No, the order guides are actually, they, they build in price is not 100% accurate. Mm -hmm. Order guide is usually accurate. Yeah. And sometimes they do will make mistakes, but uh, they actually did update the order guide uh, for the lightning to job. It even says, it'll usually say job to order guide updates effective and tell you when it's effective. Um, so on a lightning, so we can, well, I guess I could talk about that now. So the F-150 lightning, uh, does have that. And it does say job to order guide updates effective on all vehicles built on or after job two. That's three eighteen twenty four. It does say subject to change. Um, and it says the active X seating material is standard on Lariat. So now they have made that change where it was optional on Lariat trim. So you could go with leather or you can go with active X because there's a lot of people with electric vehicles that it's more of, they want to drive an electric vehicle because of the environment and help and, and everything. So they don't want leather, right? Uh, if you look at the Mach-E, they're all active X. So they, they made it originally on the order guide for the job one uh, order guide that the active X seating on the Lariat was optional. Now it looks like that's going to be standard. And if you want leather, it's probably an option. Uh, I actually didn't look at that page, but uh, so they moved it. So ActiveX was actually a late availability item, job two. Uh, now it is available. So anything built after on or, on or after 3-18-24 on a Lightning Lariat will have ActiveX seating materials. So anyway, so that was so that we do have. So they'll do the same thing on the uh, F-150 will be will be pretty easy because the trimmer will be job two. So when we see trimmer showing up in the order guide, we know, and that should happen Friday. There you go. I don't have to talk about that later. Okay. Next question. All right. I'm giving advice. <laughs> um, we got an Everglades in today, and this is from Johnny. Do you have a limited amount of Everglades allocations? He's asking because their dealership, uh, for their dealership, this Everglades is very rare it's only their second since day one hmm. are you seeing that everglades is rare um what i think they said their capacity was like 1.5 percent mm -hmm. so we know the capacity is very low what, what we've been told now i don't that is not a separate allocation from now raptor is separate but everglades is not it's included with your regular like what we noticed in heritage edition is the same way it's it lumped in so what was a couple weeks ago or last month's production or scheduling, we noticed that they said, hey, this next week was going to be just um, these trim lines, just Heritage Edition, Heritage Limited, Raptor, and Everglades was put into those uh, with, the, with the Heritage Edition. And we had four of ours, uh, all four of our Heritage Editions and our Raptor and our Everglades got scheduled together. 
So they kind of put those together. We've actually, we've had what, two Everglades come in? Mm-hmm. I think two Everglades came in and the customers didn't take them, but they sold like that. Yeah. They sold super fast. Um, so they, and I actually was going to do a video on this about what Broncos should you be looking for for 24 model year. And I think Everglades is one of those because the production number is a lower, 1.5% is lower than a Heritage Edition. Think about that. Mm-hmm. So Heritage Edition is is kind of rare because they're only we think we're only making it from last year and this year, but the three percent is the capacity for the Heritage Edition, but the Everglades is one point five percent, which is lower than a Raptor Raptor production. Think about that too. All right. Actually, I don't know what the Raptor allocation number is, or I mean production number is. RagnarCon can probably tell us, but I think it's more than one point five percent. Yeah. Anyway. Um, ordered a 24 F-150 regular cab, 6.5, went to production 122, then received an email about a delay and change went to production to two. Time estimate. Question mark. Yeah, that was the one earlier. Yeah. He, yeah, we kind of um, talked about his earlier. Well, I think you're asking about a time estimate or when you could expect it. Um, so it's hard to tell. Yeah. He doesn't like to give a time estimate until he sees it on the rail. Yeah, for um, our customers, I say, hey, let's wait until we see that thing on the rail, and then I can tell you four weeks. Because there could be a delay at the factory. There could be a delay getting it onto the rail once it's released. Yeah. Once it's on the rail, you're pretty solid in your, your timing. I, I would say once it's built, let's say it's supposed to be built on 2-2, you usually can figure about four to five weeks after that. But there's also delays, and right now they're not shipping out. So it could right. be even later. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to see an F-150 until March. Unfortunately, a 24 yeah. F 150. Um, so someone asked, um, my dealer doesn't seem to know this information that you're giving about ordering. Do dealers listen to this feed too? We sure. actually have a few dealers that mm-hmm. do follow us. Um, yeah. I know a general manager of one follows us pretty heavily. Um, not all, but some, there are some. Um, that um, they and there are some salespeople out there that, that watch the live yeah. stream. We know of a few. Um, and then he also asked, Is there a way to see? I wish there was a way to see dealer allocations. Yeah, you can request the, that information, but they don't have to disclose it. No, like I, I kind of mentioned ours just out of curiosity, and the general manager doesn't mind if I do that and, and talk about that, but um, that is not something that they have to disclose as a dealer. But uh, that, ha- that takes into consideration of. Of, of order of when you're the chance, right? So, yeah. Um, is the illuminated logo on the F1, F-150 a job to accessory? I think it's a job one. I think it's available now. Okay. All right. I think that's all I had. There are quite a few. Um, oh, for Laria, it doesn't list the pro access tailgate for the bed utility package on the F-150 order guide. That'll be part of job two. That'll be part of job two. Yep. So it actually at one point it was on the building pr- it was on the building price and said the bed utility package and it said Lariat and it did say and in parentheses it said late availability. They took it off there because too many people were banking on that it was going to happen because they didn't know what late availability meant. Um, so I think they removed it. I don't actually get on the building price and look at all the different packages to know for sure. But I do know I've been told by the brand manager that the Lariat will get the pro access tailgate as part of the bed utility package. 
on the trimmer, we don't know how it's going to be come. Now it's standard on the King Ranch, standard on the Platinum. It'll have the Proxus tailgate, Lariat, part of the, the Medial Tool package. On the trimmer, we don't know yet. Um, we do know it requires 402A, but I don't know if it also need, requires the bed utility package or it's standard on that. So I always look at trimmer 402A as like a Lariat trim. Mm -hmm. So that's the way I look at it is a standard 401A. That's to me, that's like an XLT 302A equipment, but with all the off-road capabilities. 402A to me is like a Lariat. So I assume it's you would need to get the bed utility package, but it may just be standard. We'll, we'll find out Friday or Monday when that order order guide comes out. Uh, how is pricing adjusted for F-150 Lariat bed package when you order job one, but it's built during job two that has a different feature? Um, an example, the addition of a pro-access tailgate. They'll update the price guide as well. So more than likely, it's more expensive, I would assume. Okay. Again, we'll find out. The are you updated in? the updated order guide will what'll happen probably is the price will change on your order. So like let's right. say you have okay. a let's say you have a Lariat with a bed utility package, job one. Right. It's a certain price. What'll probably happen is job two, if they make that change, will be that either that or they'll make it a bed utility package, bed utility package two or something. But they'll I'm, either either the price will go up on the bed right. utility package to include that. Right. Cause I'm thinking of price protection and price protection yeah. is well, if the price goes up, but this is an addition of items, not a price change in an already standard item. Okay. So I'm trying to remember back. They did this similar to this in the super duty yes. last year. And I can't remember what option it was. There was something where they added it. It was, I can't think of what it was now. There was a, there was something they changed it, and I don't know if it was just a price change or not. Man, I can't remember. I remember. I'll try to remember next next week. But um, so yeah, they should be should be a price adjustment. That tailgate may not be any more expensive than the regular tailgate. Yeah. Who knows? Guess we'll find out. All right. That's all the questions I had. Stay tuned. Friday. Those were a lot of good questions. Friday morning, we should get the order guide. And you probably go look on your F-150 forums and everything. Somebody's going to throw it on there, even though they're not supposed to. All right. I don't have a lot of dealer news updates. So Ragnarcon saying, as long as the body coder equipment package doesn't change, they should just get their retail price from when they originally ordered. Yeah. But like in that but case. But that's an addition. That case where that part of that package changes. Yeah. Then it could. Right. Because that would be like a trim change, trim price increase, or a package that's not adding anything increasing type of thing. But they're adding something, so I, it would change. Let me look, because it's driving me nuts now, because I was on the Super Duty, and I remember, from what I understand, what they didn't, if I remember right in Super Duty, was they made it two separate packages. They made one package with with it and one without and then that's why they were able to add the price so they basically said you need to order this one this way or this this way and i think it was um i know it was super duty okay and it was on the packages and i remember seeing 
Uh, let me see if I can figure it out. Anyway, see if you, if you have other, any other questions. Good. I don't remember now. Had to do with the toe tag, like the toe tag package changed or something because it added that. It was that the the pro trailer hitch assist. Mm -hmm. Wish with the addition of the pro tailgate, you lose the step. Tailgate step, I think so. I mean, there's no tailgate step on the ones that we saw. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate the donation. All right. Let me go back. Because at the very at the launch of 23 model year, there were some things that were late availability. Here they are. It was the, um, well, we know King Ranch Platinum and, and Lariats were late availability. So 360 trail camera, the 360 degree trailer camera system, job two availability on all trim levels. Um, and then the gooseneck trailer pull system. Onboard scales and smart hitch. Here. Pro, tra pro trailer hitch assist was a job to available on all trim levels within the trailer tow package. So there's works within a package like it would be for the F-150. That was on the pro trailer hitch assist. So I'd have to find out what the price level was on the trailer tow package, which I could do at the launch. See, I'm kind of, some people may not like this because I'm just kind of like geeking out because I'm like, oh, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I can't find out what that price was. So I was going to look and see if there's a price change in that package. It doesn't show two separate packages later in the order guide. Like the late, like the last order guide for last year does not show a higher, a second package. So they didn't make a separate package. I don't see, I don't even see the tote tech package on there. Okay, why do I not see that? Tow tech package. See, it was nine twenty-five at the beginning of the model year, and then here the last one. We'll just say nine twenty-five. <laughs> Toe tech package. So, okay. So here you go. It went up. So that's what they did. So, and later in the year, they had a toe tech, the toe tech package XL XLT that separated at two different trim levels. It was 1,035. The toe tech Lariat, which got that extra hitch assist, it was 1,570. So that's probably what they're going to do on the F 150 as well, is they're going to have two, they'll have either two separate. Like Bed Utility packages, one will be XLXLT, one will be Lariat, and show it'll be, show a price increase is what they'll probably do. So the question is if that's what it looks like this year already, if they have it broken down into two now on the F-150. And that's the Bed Utility package, right? Okay. So, but see, right now they do have several different bed utility packages. So they actually have XLT and trimmer being six thirty-five, Lariat's one thousand three fifty, 
but that also gets the pro tailgate up as part of that package. Trimmer 402A, it just says included, and then King Ranch Platinum Raptor, it says standard as part of the bed utility package. So 402A will get the bed utility package. It looks like included. Um, so it'll get that tailgate assist as part of the 402A. Lariat, you can see the bed utility package is a different price for Lariat than it does XLT and the standard trimmer. So it'll probably adjust that price and change it for that. So anyway, if that makes any sense of what I said. So does that make any sense to you? A little bit. So they'll update the price in the bed utility package for the Lariat trim is what they'll do. It probably won't change for the XL, XLT, STX. Um, actually, I don't think it's available in STX, but um, what they'll do is they'll update the bed utility package. So 402, like the Trevor 402A, it's the bed utility package is included. That won't change. Platinum King Ranch won't change. The only change will be on the Lariat trim. That bed utility package will probably go up in price. So Okay. On to dealer news. All right. I don't have a lot, but we'll go through. Okay. So dealer news, all I have actually is a couple things. One of them is, it says Bronco uh, X-Plan update. So it says effective January 10th, X-Plan vehicle pricing is now available uh, to our valued X-Plan company partners, which we knew that. Um, it does say... Um, Excludes Raptor and Heritage Limited Edition. Um, and then, um, so it says this is done through the Ford fam, uh, the website axz.ford.com. Can generate pins on behalf of friends and neighbors and invite them to register for myplan.ford.com to, to learn more about plan eligible vehicles. The Partner X Plan. Offering the uh, active employees and organization members, retirees, such spouses, and members to their households of selected U.S. and Canadian Tier 1 suppliers. Um, so I'm not sure. So we know this is actually, an, an, we knew this came out in January. So, but there was an update was sent out. Um, didn't really learn much about it, but there you go. Um, also, and I haven't read this yet, but so I'm going to read it. Hopefully it makes any sense. But um, Ford is doing, uh, they do have an update here called the Platinum Plus Enhanced Ownership Experience. Platinum Plus is the trim level, uh, the package available for the Platinum F-150 because there's no limited this year. It's Platinum Plus. So it says the Platinum Plus Enhanced Ownership Experience is an all-new experience that acknowledges and rewards our most premium truck owners. Starting February 1st, 2024, Platinum Plus owners will receive additional exclusive benefits beyond just the features of their vehicle. Phase one, it says owners receive support from truck-specific call center agents to resolve truck-specific questions or concerns. Guided virtual tour provide additional orientation and support about how to use Blue Cruise heads-up display and any or any features you might need help with. 20% uh, discount for Ford accessories via the private code unique to each owner. An automatic update to blue tier and Ford Pass rewards includes 10% bonus on points, earned funds, Ford service, special offers, and more. Um, also then says, um, it kind of goes into that. So, um, so there you go. There's more, it gets kind of more specific. It goes over that again. But there you go. So if you have a Platinum Plus, you get some membership perks, including... Uh, 20% discount on Ford accessories. Kind of jealous. 
There you go. So just kind of reading through some of this other stuff. Oh, it says accessory discount will be directed ma direct mailed to the customer via a welcome package within two weeks of the vehicle sale to the address provided during vehicle purchase. The discount expires 90 days post vehicle sale with its own terms and conditions and not valid to prior purchases. Accessory discount not available in Arizona, Oklahoma, or Vermont. There you go. Says owners must enroll in four pass rewards within 60 days of the sale of the sale date. There you go. Anyway. Platinum Plus ownership experience. <laughs> By the way, something that I'd like to see though, speaking of ownership experiences, I'd like to see like a tremor off-road day. Like, let's do Bronco off-rodeo for Tremor F-150, Ranger, Maverick, Tremor owners. And let's go ahead and, while we're at it, include Timberline Expedition Explorer owners too. Right? Why not? Yeah. And while we're at it, Maki Rally. <laughs> let's include a racing. I need to know how to race that, that sucker so that I can race it. So we need a Maki Rally. Uh, we need a Maki rally race day on the track too. So anyway, there you go. There you go, Ford. If you're listening, a couple ideas for you. I know you're looking to try to get more people at the Bronco off road. You'll open it up to Ranger and Maverick and F-150 trimmer owners as well. And let's throw Super Duties in there if you want. But you know, That's Mom, how you can use it. Give them free. I think Mom was mentioning she'd like to be able to get a, a SUV, like a Expedition Timberline. Well, she was saying that she it wants, doesn't come extended range. She <laughs> or extended wants length. a Timberline, or she wants an expedition she can take off roading, so she can fit all the grandbabies in it. Because we were talking. Okay, look, she has four grandbabies now. Like to fit all four in one car, you can't have anyone sitting in between those seats. So you're going to have like four kids in there and only two adults. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Or they're going to have to start riding with their parents. It's going to have to be a pick and choose. Like Jolie and I can't have any more kids because then mom's going to run out of room in her cars. All right. Okay. I got a few recalls. Okay. Unfortunately. Okay. All right. So this, um, a couple of these are not safety recalls. They're customer satisfaction programs. This first one is 23P22 for 24 model year Rangers. They haven't even showed up at dealers, but it's available. 24 model year Rangers with the Ford licensed accessory bed cap added. So um, so basically right now it says effective vehicles. Uh, actually doesn't show how many are there are, but this program is available effective through July 31st of 2025 uh, for uh, within the new bumper to bumper warranty coverage period. Um, and it does say the FSA VIN list are expected to be available on February 7th, which was last week. Anyway. Um, all right. Vehicles will be added to this program at, once they are produced. So they'll add the vehicles once they're produced. It said reason for this program for customers who have purchased a Ford licensed accessory bed cap. And it has a different, I'm not going to go through all the different numbers. Uh, through their Ford dealership, Ford recommends the installation of a load 
box reinforcement bracket kit to improve the structural performance of the bed when uh, used in extreme off-road conditions. This program covers the installation cost of only the load box reinforcement bracket kit and a $169, $169 customer refund to offset the cost of the kit itself. There you go. And letters will be mailed out later. There you go. First 24 model year Ranger. Re it's not a recall, really. It's the customer satisfaction program. There's a difference. All right. The next one is customer satisfaction program 23N04 for 2015 to 2019 model year transit vehicles equipped with a 3.2 liter diesel engine. Um, so this program here provides a one-time repair uh, to the EGT sensor, bank one sensor, uh, one located on the exhaust manifold for 11 years of service or 120,000 miles from the warranty start date of the vehicle, whichever occurs first. This is a one-time repair program if a vehicle has already exceeded their either the time of time or mileage limits, then this repair offer will last through May 31st of 2025. Um, so um, it says there's 28,000 in CT7 vehicles affected by this. And the reason they're they're providing this no cost one time repair it says in affected vehicle or vehicles, they the malfunction indicator light uh, may illuminate with diagnostic trouble code. And it has different codes there. Um, and the vehicle may have a 30% reduction of power due to a broken EGT sensor. Um, so that's why they need to do this. So it does say letters are expected to be mailed the week of May 6th, 2024. So this is kind of an advance notice on this little customer satisfaction program. All right, this next one is a safety recall though. So let's talk about it. This is an advance notice on a new safety recall um, tw recall 24 S06. This is for certain 2018 to 2020 model year Ford Expeditions and Navigators. Um, so 77,515 vehicles affected by this. Um, quite a few. It says on some on some of the affected vehicles, the driver and or front passenger seatbelt retractor pretensioners may deploy inadvertently while the vehicle's uh, vehicle's engine is on. Inadvertent deployment of the retraction retractor pretensioner will result in the seatbelt being locked in position and will not retract or extend. That happens to me in like a lot of vehicles. I don't know, not just this one. Anyway, uh, which is noticeable to the occupant uh, while the pre primary seatbelt locking function continues to function properly, a seatbelt uh, that does not retract or extend may result in an injury in effect in the event of a crash. Um, so there you go. So this is, again, this is an advanced notice. So they don't have, letters haven't gone out yet. They don't have dates on that yet. It says owners of record will be notified via first class mail after repair instructions and parts ordering information have been provided to dealers. So they don't have that information yet. So don't go back to dealers yet. But there you go. So our old expedition, I think that was an 18. Mm -hmm. That's happened before on it before. So now we know it was actually an issue. We just never didn't know it until six years later. All right. Anyway, <laughs> the next one is another safety recall. Um, this in here is an advanced notice of the supplement update number one to recall 23S64 for 2016 to 2022 model year 
vehicles equipped with the 1.0 liter Fox engines. Um, so there you go. The original advance on those, what I probably read through on um, was from January 4th. So I've read through these. I do remember something about this. Uh, it says there's 136,138 vehicles affected by this. And some of the affected vehicles, the engine oil pump drive belt tensioner arm may fracture or separate from the tensioner backing plate and or the oil pump drive belt may degrade and shed pieces of material resulting in a loss of engine oil pressure a loss of engine oil pressure can result in uh, engine damage and or seizure uh, which can result in a loss of motive power and a loss of the mechanical vacuum pump required to provide power braking assist increasing the risk of a crash so uh this is this is supplement number one when the supplement means they'll update something in this case they the directions to contact sssc for vehicles out of powertrain warranty have been added to the advance notice and then also affected vehicles they added fiesta vehicles to the program so that's the the two changes they made to that there you go and then uh let's see letters haven't gone out yet it says owners um of record may be notified be first class mail after repair instructions and parts ordering information have been provided so they're not ready yet on that there you go and then, last one, safety recall 24S05. This is for 23 to 24 model year transit vehicles equipped with a 9.75 rear axle. Um, so it says 76,015 vehicles are affected by this recall. It says in, in the affected vehicles, insufficient rear axle lubricant fill volume may result in an inadequate coating of the rear axle uh, pinion bearing potentially leading to overheat and bearing seizure in the event of a rear axle bearing seizure customers uh, may experience rear wheel lockup and possible drive shaft separation resulting in a loss of vehicle control or loss of vehicle motive power drive shaft separation may result in unattended vehicle movement while the vehicle is in park if the vehicle parking brake is not applied uh, these conditions, uh, these conditions increase the risk of crash or injury, of course. Um, so this actually is a stop, a delivery hold, or you can't demonstrate or, or deliver the vehicles that have this. So um, does say owners of record will be notified via first class mail after full repair instructions and parts ordering information have been provided. So again, these are both advanced notices, so they don't have the repair fix yet. So, but keeping you updated there. All right. That's it. All right. Anybody giving us, is, is it true? Uh, no, they gave us a rant. But no, is it trues yet? Well, I mean, WB was asking why he got a second safety recall in his Maverick about the fire danger. Well, the, you got the original first one, but then um, what was it? Was it last week or the week before that there was an update to it? Right? Yeah. So that's probably why. Thank you, Aura Raptor. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. Well, I got a lot of donations tonight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. We don't have an is it true? No. Nobody's got one? Oh, here we go. Is it true? I seen or think heard that ford xl maverick seats are not as nice or soft as xlt or above models was wondering your thoughts okay so i haven't really sat 
spent much time in an XL. But I will say this, the order guide does differentiate them as being different. Well, they are black versus the blue with the gray. Yeah, but okay, so when you go, let's go to the order guide. But their materials are different. Let's refer to the order guide because you go to XLT trim right. and the interior. So while you're looking at that, it says unique cloth bucket seat. So it doesn't actually say materials any different. <laughs> it just says they are they're unique to the XLT trim. And I don't know if it's just a color difference or not. Yeah. But in XL, you get the black cloth bucket seats. XLT, you get the unique cloth bucket seats, which are blue and gray. I think the uniqueness is just the design and the color. Yeah. It is just unique to and that And then show. Lariat, you get the leather. The, or the Active X. Sorry. I would probably... I... I I don't know for sure I could be able to say, but I really don't think the cushion is any different than the XL and XLT. I think the only difference is possibly the material in the cloth. Mm -hmm. That'd be about it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten into an XL. I've always gotten into an XLT or layer yet. Yep. But good thought there. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway. Okay. So I didn't really do and is it true, but well, I didn't put up the graphic. But let's talk about um, some things that are on my mind. So I almost didn't put this as a title because I feel like it's almost like clickbait because I don't really actually have the answer to this. But I got a chance to experience the Ford Digital Experience, uh, which is what they're calling the new infotainment system in the Explorer. Um, and I think that will be rolled out to the other vehicles. Um, will we see it in the 25 model year Explore, Bronco Sport and Maverick? I think we will. Um, I know some people have showed some of the screens, and it looks like to me. Okay, so for, for one thing, I'm looking at the Explorer. Uh, for those that, that hadn't watched my videos that we did on the Explorer, I did a couple of shorts as well. The If you look at the screen on the Explorer, it looks identical to the screen that's in the Escape. So it's a 13.2 inch center stack screen and the 12.3 inch productivity mm -hmm. screen. So that's identical if you have the tech package on the Escape, which is available even on the Escape Active. It has that same screen where down at the bottom it has your climate controls at the very bottom of that. It's identical to that. So it's looking the same. So again, we talked about this a while back that <laughs> Ford does want to simplify things. There were, I mean, they have somebody that brought over from, was it from Apple or, or something? And they said, you have too many screens. You have too much going on. You need to simplify that down. They had like 11 different infotainment screens. Um, and they wanted, he wanted to take it down to four different screens. And so I think they're going to do that. If you look at the F-150, 12, 12 inch uh, center stack screen across the board, no matter what trim level you have on an F-150. That's going to be brought over to the Super Duty as well. You're going to see the same thing. You probably see the same thing on all your Expeditions, which will be in the same plant as your Super Duty. Um, so I think you're going to see all of your trucks, uh, Expeditions, getting all the same screens, those 12-inch um, productivity screen, or center stack screens. Um, and then I think all your SUVs, Explorer, of course, Edge is going away. Escape will have it. I guess that's just it, just those two. Um, I think maybe we'll see it in the Bronco Sport and the Maverick as well, getting that same 13.2-inch screen. Um, or the question is, somebody, I think there was something went out like last week or something that 
they looked like to them that they were getting the same type of screen as that's in the Ranger, which is a 10 inch portrait style screen. So I guess that's a question for you guys. Would you rather have like a 10 inch productivity screen or would you rather have that 13.2 inch, um, not productivity screen, the, the 10 inch center stack portrait style screen, or would you rather have a 13.2 inch um, center stack screen? So those that you don't know here, I can pull up. Okay, this says on Ford's website now. And by the way, I'm amazed at how much, how many things are standard equipment on the active. We'll get into that. We'll talk about my rant. Mm -hmm. We talked about it in the past, and some people gave me a bad time about it. But here, we gotta share a screen. Hold on, we gotta get rid of this one. Ah, it's not what I wanted. There we go. There we go. All right. So this is what I wanted. Okay. So there we go. So here is the Explorer at active trim level, right? So go to your interior. So there you go. So there is a screen we're talking about right there. That is a 13.2 inch screen. There are just a couple buttons down here. And if you've seen my video on the escape controls, you'll know what I'm talking about. There's only like, there's, I think there's a volume control for your audio here. And there's a couple buttons, one of them being your auto start stop button and a couple other buttons. One of them is your driver assist button. So you just press that button and it pulls up your driver assist right away instead of having to try to find them in your center stack screen, which I think is, is awesome because there's a lot of times we're like, Oh, I need to go in there and change my bliss and adaptive cruise and all that. Also, and then so that screen at the bottom of that screen, that's where your climate controls are. So for the, the dual dual zone climate, the passenger controls it right here on the on this side, on the, their side, and a driver controls it on their side. Heated seats the same way. So the climate controls are on that bottom black section right there. And then this screen here, uh, which now this is the Ford Digital Experience. FTE, by the way. We're going to go from sync to FTE. Uh, Ford Digital Experience is now Google Assistant. Google Maps, which thank you very much. So I no longer have to plug my phone in to get um, my Bronco. I plug my phone in because I want the Android Auto and I want the Google Maps. So I don't have to do that anymore. It's going to be right into here. The other thing that's really cool that wasn't highlighted, but if you click on this and you're on the navigation screen, it also shows it over here. It's on the productivity screen. So check out the short I did on that because actually showed it in the video and I we didn't really talk about it. And Mike Levine said, you need to check that out because it's really cool on how they mirror that. So it's right here in front of the driver. They don't have to look over in, into the navigation screen. It's all right there. So that is uh, pretty cool on how that works together as well. Alexa as well as in there. So if you're used to Alexa, it's there too. Everything else. Putting your phone right here on this. And by the way, I actually was in an Explorer today. We pictured that Explorer. It was back there. And it actually has a little tray. Really? It's not as big as that but right under the screen there's a little tray that's probably big enough for one cell phone to go in there mm. i noticed it. i was like oh well it did have a tray it's just it was right under the screen anyway um but i do like it i really hope this does come over to the the maverick and and the bronco sport and along to most of them um so i'm trying to think of they said they're going to four different screens i think you're gonna have the 12 inch screen on your trucks expeditions i think you're gonna see this one on a lot of them 
then you then you have your your uh, EVs will have your 15.5 inch screen. So you'll probably have that. We'll probably continue. Um, and then that fourth one, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the Ranger screen. So maybe Bronco Sport and Maverick will get the same one as the Ranger. So maybe it'll be the 10 inch portrait style screen instead. Yeah. But it'll be nice to see. It would like be nice to see everybody get the digital, the four digital experience, which I think again they want to simplify things, make it easier, make it run through. So if something's messing up, they won't fix it on all of them. Um, so and I am assuming this is be uh, over the air updates as well. They didn't really mention it, but it is really cool. You got a chance to see it, and uh, it's pretty cool. It's like apps and everything on your phone. Um, pretty cool. And by the way, guys, standard equipment on this. Copilot 360 Assist Plus is included on all explorers. Woohoo! Adaptive cruise, stop and go, lane centering, the bliss, right? Um, you get the evasive steering assist, intersection assist 2.0, lane keeping, pre-collision assist, the rear cross-traffic braking, uh, the reverse park assist. Um, yes, that's standard on all explorers. <clears throat> And you go to ST. Actually, I think you're going to go back. Might have to go back. I could have just hit the back, but it, and then it a bunch of times. Ford, you got to you got to make this better because before you could just hit your model and go back. You could just change oh, that. Someone commented on that that they need to fix that. Yep. But so you're under forty thousand dollars. You get all. I mean. The active is is a great deal, guys. Under forty thousand dollars. Look, if you look at the old the edge pricing, that's close to edge pricing for third for three row. Anyway, ST though, ST line is where they want most people to be. If you look at packages, um, so you do have oh by the way, trailer tow is standard equipment on all of your explorers as well. Standard trans, uh, which is a constraint right now. So I'd like to see how that works out. Um, and they do have the assist. The 2.0 is included. So what I want to know is what else? 360 gear camera. So you go up to that. You get the 2.0 is standard equipment on the ST and above. So that also gets you everything we already talked about. Plus it gets you the 360 degree camera as well. So standard on platinum and ST line. Oh, it doesn't say it's standard on the ST though. That's really weird. Intersection assist 2.2. What is that? 2.0 versus 2.2. Okay. Front and side sensors. Usually, it used to be the 2.0 got they they, they you got the um, park assist part, right? And that doesn't say that in here. There's no park assist. They I think they took that away, but you do have front and side parking sensors though. Anyway, so that's standard. But also, does it mention it in here? If you go to this premium package, where is it? Nope, it's not in the premium package. Like I said, I haven't done all these videos yet. I'll learn it, guys. Um, premium package gives you some nice convenience features. I thought it got Blue Cruise standard. I think Blue Cruise is standard. Um, the hardware is standard on the ST line and above. Blue Cruise, which is awesome to see. You don't have to go up to Platinum. You know, your 44, whatever, $44,000 price level gets you the 2.0 and it gives you the um the bliss or not the bliss the blue cruise and such so they probably have a blue cruise option somewhere in here 
Anyway. Blue Cruise equipped hands-free driving, $700 for one-year plan. So, okay, so they're not giving you the, the option for the three-year plan. It's a one-year plan for $700. So you can order that ahead of time and you get one year. Still too expensive, but whatever. There you go. Four digital experience. It was right there. Where'd that go? Four digital experience, so 13.2-inch color screen, Alexa built-in, Google built-in, Google Assistant Maps, and Play Store, and 911 Assist. So there you go. Standard on all models. So there you go. All right. Anyway, so there you go. That's all I had on that. Does spark up any questions? A couple. <clears throat> um, do we have any info on the connected services costs associated with FDE? You know, it doesn't mention it because in here, they don't call it connected services. And it doesn't mention any kind of subscription to it. See, before you had the, the navigation, you had to have a built-in connected nav. You had to pay for that. Yeah. So this is all Google Maps. So maybe there is no charge for that. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Doesn't mention it in here. Mm-hmm. Course, we know Ragnarcon especially does building prices at 100% on, on us there, but I do have the order guy. Yeah, I have the order guide right here. I mean, it doesn't. Here, let me look. And this is on Explorer, correct? This is Explorer, but I mean, are we going to see? I mean, I think we're going to see the digital experience get moved. And, but uh, we probably won't see oh. it as a job two for any of our current no, models. No, 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 no. Uh -uh. It would probably be part of a refresh. It'd be 20, like new model year. So I'm talking yes. 25 model year. Yes. Maverick and such. They're not going to, when I do totally redesign the interior like they did on this, on this, uh, the Explorer, that is a total new year. That is not something they're going to just redesign in the middle of a model year. That will not happen. So we're talking, yeah, job two updates are usually small things like, hey, we're going to include this now, or we may be one feature or something like that. It's not a total redesign of the interior or exterior in a job one or two. Um, I was going to look at the digital experience because a lot of times they'll say, a lot of times there's like little, there's no disclaimer at the bottom. Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, wireless connectivity, connectivity as well. Here. Personal safety system, Wi-Fi, FordPass Connect, FordPass app, and complimentary connected services are required for remote features. See FordPass terms, conditions, connected service, and features depend on a capable AT&T. Oh, they're talking about the Wi-Fi hotspots. Mm. Evolving technology, cellular networks. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Um, prevent operation of connected service. Connect services requires Wi-Fi hotspots. So I don't, I don't think they're going to require any. So yeah, Wi-Fi hotspots up there. But four pass connect. In complementary connected services it, are required. It, services. It, someone said, sorry, someone said that the premium connectivity ends after one year. Okay, on what model? FDE on Explorer. Free FDE premium connectivity ends after one year. 
not sure where. I'd love to know where they saw that because I'm not seeing any of that on here. Yeah. The order guide, I, folks. Uh, Where'd you find that, Sam? Order guide to me is like the gospel. This is like the Bible here for Ford dealers. Um, I believe what's here. I don't always believe what Ford has on their website. Um, on so the I'd, order yeah. guide for Blue Cruise, does it say that the three year that it's a three year? Oh, it's not a three year. I knew that. It's a three month. That's what they're going through right, on everything right now. Right, but it's listed on the order guide. Yeah. Okay. So when you go, like, I'm looking at active right here. Right. So they would have it listed in the order guide if it was a subscription. So if they're not. talking about that, that is Blue Cruise is separate from the digital Ford experience, Ford digital experience. No, I'm just using it as an example. Okay. Ford equipped vehicles. So, yeah. So standard equipment will be Ford Blue Cruise for a 90 day trial. After that, you go to Ford.com slash Blue Cruise to pay for right. a, a longer subscription. Customers trying. have the option to purchase a full three year. Uh, by selecting that, or they can do a one year if they want. Um, but yeah, I don't see. I was using Blue Cruise as an example because I know with Mach E, it's a well, subscription. So is the FDE a subscription and it's listed that way? I'm looking at all the disclaimers. I don't see so any that. Ragnarcon. Now, the not like on the Bronco, the voice activated navigation is a one year. This is not voice-activated navigation right. system. This is Google Maps. So, RagnarCon says, found it. Without connectivity, the following changes will happen to in-vehicle features. Google Maps will not provide real-time traffic data or have the ability to download new offline maps. With Google Assistant, you can control local vehicle controls, so, such as playing the radio and adjusting the climate controls while keeping your eyes on the road and your hands on the wheel. Google Play is not available without connectivity. Alexa hmm. will still be able be available for use if you are within the complimentary three-year trial of Alexa built-in. Enhanced Alexa built-in functionality such as streaming music, flash briefings, long-term, long-form news, and in-vehicle games through Alexa will not be available without Ford Premium connectivity or another connectivity source. Okay. Well, they're not mentioning that on the order. Guide. I see three years of connected navigation with Sync 4 equipped vehicles. Well, this isn't Sync 4. Right. That's a whole different thing, Bulls. Yeah, this isn't this is this isn't Sync. Michael Saunders says that he has a he just purchased a Ford Edge ST and has Ford premium connectivity for one year. Again, that's a different model. Yeah. And then the website just says yeah, you will be enrolled in a one-year included plan for a Ford Premium connectivity that begins on your warranty start date. But again, that's what's online website. may not be what well, it, it is. Maybe. Here's an is it true. <laughs> there you go. I'll come back with the answer. I'll get with the brand manager this week. Well, now the Sirius XM says includes a three-year, a, a three-month. Okay, that's not, that's different. And connected navigation is not the same thing. Yeah, I can see down here it does say Ford Pass Connect, optional on select vehicles, the Ford Pass app, and complimentary connected services are required for remote features. So it does mention that down there. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say what connected features, so that's yeah, probably says, right. It sounds like premium connectivity is largely just paying for the AT&T cellular modem inside the vehicle. 
And without well, the cell, cell, cellular connection, a lot of stuff just but, stops working. Well, and that's usually your 5G Wi-Fi hotspots is, the, is what you get through AT&T. I will find out. Right so, down. Yeah. Premium connectivity. All right. Well, I'll find out. All right. But it'd be good to know before I do these videos. So I need to try to figure that out if I can tomorrow. There you go. Very uh, good discussion. Yeah. I always count on people. Um, a lot of people are commenting. So... When they say that the screen in front of the driver's wheel mm -hmm. mirrors, now that's just like navigation and audio and stuff, right? We're talking about that, that screen mirrors, uh, mirrors over it? there. It's the screen comes over. It comes over. But you, you can still videos. see your odometer and stuff like that, right? I think so. Okay. I didn't look at it that closely. Well, my a lot of people are like, well, that's just more things to distract you. My opinion, that's... I could see my navigation a lot better. Yeah. Well, in your lightning, didn't you have, like, the next churn pop up in there? That was nice. That was nice. Like... Yes, that was... ADHD brain here. Mom brain. I get distracted while talking to someone. I don't, I'm focused on the road. I'm focused at looking at my speed, making sure that my speed is staying continuous, that I'm, you know, staying within the speed limit. I'm looking, you know, checking my blind spots, checking everything I need to. I forget to check my navigation from time to time. And then I miss my turn or I start talking and I'm focused on everything <laughs> I'm supposed to be. We've done that before. We got started talking about something on our way and almost missed our, our uh, well, airport well, turn. Yeah, and I but, get on the phone. I get on the phone with somebody, and then yeah. I I have missed I've so missed turns because for of it. me having my navigation right there next to my speedometer would be a huge help because then it would be like okay your turn's coming up as I'm looking at my speedometer. Yep. It's one less place I have to turn my attention to because my attention's going to my blind spot, mm -hmm. my attention's going to the front. Then I'm checking my speedometer. You also have to remember to check there. That's one less place that you have to check in all of your things that you're doing. So to me, that's a helpful, you know, little thing that it does. And one less thing that I need to check. Okay, so let's do this. Let's. And actually, I, the vehicle was like powered on, but it was really difficult to see. But mm -hmm. let me. Ooh, I'm cold. Here, share this one. Oh, Ragnar Khan just shared the website he was reading. Okay. All right, so. <coughs> well, someone mentioned, you know, people used to have paper. My opinion, the paper is even worse because I'm having to reach over, find my paper instructions, find my paper navigation, pull it over, look at it, fit, figure out which one I'm supposed to be following, what's my next stop. 
Um, am I, you know, on the correct thing? That was even worse, in my opinion. Okay, so you can see this. Hey, Tim Bartz here at the uh, Chicago Auto Show here, and uh, I want to show you something very cool that we learned today about the 2025 Ford Explorer. Uh, of course, the biggest thing that they focused on for the 25 Explorer is the interior. Check out the new Ford Digital Experience here, and this is actually uh, has the uh, Google Maps, a Google Assistant and everything, but what's uh, really uh, cool is not only is it 13.2, inch screen and it covers the whole thing but it also displays it over here on your productivity screen you can so that way while you're driving you can bottom, see the map see view as well right here in the right directions right and everything so that's something that i think a lot of people aren't really showing and i wanted to kind of highlight in this quick like little that. short video for you guys a pretty cool for digital experience we're going to learn more about it as we start by the way i said pretty cool a lot at the auto show um a little disappointed myself but there you go <laughs> pretty cool um I said that a lot, but yeah, you can kind of see the odometers there uh, as well. I guess I could have stopped it or that was that. Start getting these in, can I move in the dealership here this summer. I want to order one. Don't forget, we're doing in the invoice pricing on these right now. Oh. So check us. Mentioned it there. Um, anyway, so there you go. Um, so Midcoast Maine said that the coolest thing about a rental vehicle he had recently was the heads-up display. Does Ford offer that on anything? Yeah, it is on several, bunch of their vehicles, including the um, F-150 Platinum Plus. Um, there are several vehicles that get it. It's usually upper models that get it. But I like it. Heads-up display, it's available on like... I've so. driven a few vehicles that have the heads-up display, and it's really nice. I do enjoy it. Yep, it's like I said, it's available on your upper models. It's a luxury. Yes. All right. Let's see. Um, do you think we would see a 25 Maverick and Bronco Sport reveal by July? I think so. Sorry, 25. I, I don't uh, know for sure, but I know that they're ramping up for it now. I know we may have something exclusive on the the live stream. I need to talk to him. Uh, we may have somebody coming on prepping for the 25 model year mm. and allowing for questions, but of course you won't be able to tell anything about 25 model year, but at least maybe answer some questions and getting feedback is what they're looking for mm -hmm. for 25 model year. I want to say thank you to Brandon. Thank you. Appreciate that. He sent a super sticker. You'll have to see it. It's further up. Ah. It's long past. All right, we did that. So someone said, do the Maverick trimmer seats feel more or less comfortable than the Lariat? The regular XLT is cloth, so it's obviously different. So when you are getting the trimmer seats, it's the same cloth seats, but in black. And I'm thinking he mentioned Lariat. I don't. Right. I mean, I have a, a Lariat Tremor. Right. I don't. I think they are. I mean, actually, I think they are a little different than a regular Lariat yeah. seat. Because he says, do the Maverick Tremor seats feel more or less comfortable than a Lariat? Um, the regular XLT is cloth, so it's obviously different. So. Yeah. I. Do I need to go sit in a bunch of Mavericks and figure this out? Maybe. 
I'm working on but getting I was, us a I was t-shirt. In, I was in a lariat with the ActiveX today. And I'm trying to think compared to mine. I think the seats, I don't know if the cushions, I think the cushion's the same. It's just different. Instead of the material that's on there, it's the black instead. I think it's just the the wrap that's on there. So Yeah. Um, let's see. I have a Maverick XL scheduled for production on the week of 311. Is it too late to change the color? As long as you don't have a schedule to the day or sent to the plant, you should be good. You might be getting too close. You're getting, you're getting awful close right yeah. now. Let's see. Um, Mikos Maine mentioned the Boston Auto Show in April. Yeah, and you know, usually, like, so a lot of those shows, um, they'll they'll get vehicles from the area, from dealerships in the area. That's usually how what usually they do is they try to provide here and the people in that area. Here's what's available by these manufacturers. You know, but when it comes to the international auto shows like Chicago, um, New York, Detroit, those will have vehicles from that aren't just from the local dealers. Like you see the vehicles that brought in, like the GTD shows up there and some of those. You go to some of the the uh, the smaller ones. Typically, uh, nothing wrong with those. It's just there. It's going to be more of what's available now. You know, hey, you can like like the first line. If you watch the video uh, that I did to overview. Um, that first line and before you get back behind, those are all vehicles that are available now, mm-hmm. right? So it's available to order now or because you didn't see the 25, 24 F-150 in there. You saw that inside the curtain. So then they had the curtain set up and everything inside that were things that, mm-hmm. well, I, there is a Bronco in there, but uh, and, and things that you can order, but things that aren't available now. Is yet. LA International? Yeah, that yeah. one's usually pretty big too. Yeah. So you're going to see some of that. Like you'll see the GTD at those. Um, but like you get to Chicago and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, what... Someone said on Friday, why are you, you know, you said you weren't going, but then you went. Well, that's because we found out that you were going to get a chance this to see the is... 25 Explorer. It had just released. And we it... didn't know it in advance. So we were saying, we aren't going, we aren't going, we aren't going. And then. Oh, yep. 25 Explorer just dropped. Oh, we can get a walk around from the marketing manager. Like, okay. So we I need scheduled to be there. that at 9 a.m. And so, and I wouldn't have found that out unless I got media passes. So I'm kind of glad I did. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, so I also got an email from Lucid too. Um, so, but I didn't go visit them. But um, yeah, so that, that was the change and why, why I decided to go was is that the 25 Explorer was going to be there. Which made sense. It was it was cool how they did that. I really like that that the Explorers made in Chicago. So right. So that's the hometown yes. heritage made in Chicago. They revealed a new model year. So they planned this stuff so far in advance. They planned this whole. They planned this timeline. Their plan was to reveal. I'm really surprised they didn't wait and reveal it at the auto show. But they've gotten They're, away from yeah, they they've just, gotten away from doing that lately because everyone else does it. Everyone else does their reveal at the show. I think yeah. they just want to be their they, own person, their own thing. Well, and I think Ford has a pretty good relationship with journalists because they actually they didn't do a big reveal like they did on the Bronco and the Lightning. They put it out there into media.ford.com and let the journalists put it out there. Um, so they gave it to everybody at the same time. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's why I got to yeah. go in there and check that every morning. But yeah, that's how. Yeah. That's kind of how that happens. So 
Yeah. We won't go. So to... I won't say necessarily I'm not going to New York because you never know. Yeah. But I was like, well, what plant is in New York? Oh, there aren't any. So, <laughs> well, well so and Detroit, what does Detroit have? Do they have Mustang? Well, they're not doing it this fall. Because the Detroit Auto Show used to be the first auto show of the year. And it used to be in January. Right. Well, COVID took that out. And right. so they moved it to the to the fall. Right. Um, in September. Well, this year they're not doing it in September. And they're putting it back to January next year. So they're not going to have one in September. Okay. So no auto show in September. It'll be January. Right. But So I'll um, probably go to that. Because usually the first one of the year, too, is yeah. pretty big. Um. But Detroit, is that the home of the Mustang? Is that where they build Mustang? Well, Flat Rock's there. Map, Broncos built there. So it makes sense that F they released. F-150's built there. Well, it makes sense that they released the Mustang the F-150 both at in Detroit. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mustang, yeah, Mustang's built in the suburb of Detroit. So you right. have Dearborn, you know, F-150, map. Detroit Auto Show, and they did their big release during that auto show later on, separate from the auto show, but still in Detroit. Yeah. And then they did the same with the F-150 this year. And GTT, which is made, which is a Mustang, starts with a Mustang. So then have the first time people can see the Explorer in Chicago, mm -hmm. where it's so, built. So I didn't tell you, the transit trail. Right is um, is a package on the transit. So yes. transits are built in Kansas City, mm -hmm. right? So Van Duet is a company that makes convert converts vans, right? Yeah. Did you know that Van Duet are the ones that make the transit package? Really? So they take the transits over to Van Duet. They make the transit trail. Okay. Guess what? Tran Van Duet does conversions. Pretty cool stuff. We actually almost became a dealer for, for them and decided that's probably just not our niche and we probably wouldn't sell a lot. But then they'll make conversions, beds, different things like that, right, for camping, right, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, overlanding. Well, guess what? All the stuff in the transit trail connects perfectly to their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if they make the transit trail, it's so easy for them to say, we're right here in Kansas City. Order your transit trail, have it drop ship the van, do it, and we can add this other stuff to it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But, and I've been in their plant. Um, I actually have, if I look back in my my photographs and videos, we actually took a lot of some videos there. And uh, it's a pretty cool plant, pretty good company too. So it's, it is pretty cool to see that they, they are uh, making the transit trail. And uh, so they do a good job. And uh, so they get a chance to tour that uh, their facility. Yeah. I like RagnarCon's um, thought process. There's so many videos that get pumped out of the audio auto show that's mind-numbing it's smart to announce it separately because then it's a, it's its own announcement it's before or after the auto show it's going to come out separately from everyone else's announcements yeah because how many when we were in where was it chicago or new york last yeah. year where it seemed every other manufacturer was revealing their newest model yeah which one did we go to like every single press release? Was that New York? It was New York. We we oh, hopped yeah. around all the different manufacturers to see what they were releasing. Yeah. We didn't they, do they, much content grabbing at that one. We did more seeing what the competitors have. So what Chicago did was they did like walk-arounds. So the, even Ford had one. 
So okay. what they did is they talked about some of the things they had and they okay. moved around to the different ones and had different people talk about them. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of cool. All right. So Greg, who joined uh, tonight, so I don't know if he's been on here before. He says, they scheduled my Maverick Lariat for week of February 5th. And on Thursday, my dealer said they saw it in production. But today I received a text that it's been delayed until the 19th of February. What's up? So um, earlier we kind of talked about this. And if you just jumping on, you may not have heard that. But a lot of times dates will move around. So if they don't have all the parts they needed to build yours, they might have to move yours and, and back because of that. And so that's a possibility. So that's probably what happened in your case. So in going into production and um, so they originally, when you get scheduled, you get scheduled for the week of whatever. So like they schedule about two months in advance. So like they schedule some orders, uh, some Maverick orders this week, they'll schedule them two months in advance. So they're going to go, okay, you're scheduled for this week. Well, Within those two months, things change, and those date that date can move around. And if you don't check with your dealer, you know, because they don't tell us when they move the dates, so that we can tell you, they might have moved yours back before today, before now, mm -hmm. and it's just they just happen to go in there and look today and notice that I got moved back two weeks. That's typical. We see that a lot. Um, there are going to be some other vehicles that probably got moved up. So they're, they're again scheduling two months in advance with the, the knowing what their normal production is going to be for that that period of time, um, and so things can change as they get closer to that time, and so they got to re rearrange orders. So that's what they've done. So anyway, wanted to clue you into that. Saw that posted there. All right. And then Pinky had a, something in here. I have enough two fifty scheduled for the week of March fourth. Approximately, how long does it take the vehicle to be built? when it goes from production to built. Well, like I said, it can be built in a day, but it can take a little while. So you'll, your order will say in production for a little while, and then it'll be built and it'll stay in that in production status. And then once they've inspected and everything, then they'll let you know it's been built. So anyway, sorry, not to take your job away from you there. I just saw those. I didn't want to miss them. Yep. Can you edit the build? Oh, wait. We already did that one because I said that they're having trouble with the preview on the 25 Explorer build and price. Yeah. Okay. What just happened? Sorry. My computer's doing something weird. There we go. My Maverick order is with a dealer 80 miles from the border on the highway that leads to Aramosillo. How much faster is shipping for us from here? Probably a couple of weeks instead of four. Yeah. We noticed that some of the uh, first vehicles when they got built were like dealers in like Arizona and all were getting them in like two weeks instead of four. I noticed that for dealers in Detroit, they get them in like a week. Yeah. <laughs> instead. Uh, will you pull YouTube or members to give Tim feedback on whether he should add a chase rack to his trimmer? I probably won't add one. <laughs> I probably won't add one. It's not your of style. I, of course, I never really haven't got a bed cover. Thanks, uh, Fast Top. Um, yeah. But still haven't heard anything about that. You had an opportunity, Fast Top. I'm just telling you. I mean, we put videos we loved out. Your product. I mean, we love the products. We would have done a video, another video, and in, in, install and everything else, and showed how awesome it was on our own Maverick. And I don't think he fathomed what 
this channel. <laughs> I mean, it. I'm, uh, you know, I, I love the Maverick I mean, the vehicle in the Maverick community, but it seems like when we put a video out, it gets like, if you look at our Maverick Monday videos, they're getting 10, 20,000 views in a week. And because and a lot of people, people, if we put a Maverick video out, they watch it. We talked about it. <laughs> and so many people were like, that's a great top. I would love to get that. We haven't received one. Maybe, uh, maybe you should reach out to them and tell them, say, you know, we asked for a top like three months ago. Still haven't received it. And maybe check out our channel. Check out what our, our Maverick videos are doing. And the impact we could do to your top. Yeah. How well, many people are taking the vinyl off their Maverick now? I did a my short video. on that. I did a short on that, right? <laughs> I think on so. the fast top. I think I did a short on the fast top. If anything, I can go. Here's an example. Tim took the uh, vinyl off of his pil B pillars. Here's the short. I mean, there are people that did it before me, and so I'm not saying that no. I'm the first one that did it by any means. But now it just seems like. I mean, I don't. I mean, I was going to see if we. There's one where somebody did an interview. Oh, and look. So, okay, here's an instance. Oh, not that you guys need to see this, but there's an instance. So somebody did um, interviewed them on the Fast Top, right? Yeah. On the Ford Maverick. 272 views. Go down to ours. Where's ours? Ours isn't showing up on there. Why not? That's a good question. Oh, we Ours, didn't. We didn't, we didn't name didn't it. Do it separately. We didn't do it separately. Um, it's part of the the um, SEMA SEMA Mavericks. SEMA Mavericks. There you go. So when I put in Maverick SEMA, it's the second video pop up, and that one's got twenty eight thousand views. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> come on. Come on now, fast top. Okay, we're gonna contact them. We're gonna. We have to sell the fact that we can help them sell their. I won't top, email. But... I'm gonna just give them a call and say, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> look here." <laughs> Anyways, just send it to me. That's distracting. When are they gonna make a Ranger that has a bigger cab in the back? Bigger cab. What's a bigger cab? A like bigger, a bigger. It's, it's probably... a super crew. How bigger than? You mean a bigger bed? Maybe a bigger bed is what you mean. Because the yeah. bigger cab super crew is as big as this. I mean, that's a pretty big cab. So I, I bet you he means bed. Because uh, they are, because last year they made, or in 23 model year, they made a super cab with a longer bed. So maybe that's what he means is a longer bed, bigger bed. Um, don't know. I think the, what is the size of the Ranger? <laughs> they bed? said, I mean, if the Ranger, Ranger cab gets much bigger, it would be an SUV. With a truck bed. <laughs> I got a feeling he meant, he, meant, yeah. he, meant, he meant bad. So, but. All right. With the extra privileges for F-150 Platinum Plus owners, do you foresee more black label type offers for additional premium Ford models and trims? Maybe. I don't know. Is there any reason why Ford isn't scheduling any Raptor R for April? April Fool's. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Uh, they did say no Raptor R scheduling, so I don't know. It may be the fact that they don't have as many retail orders. I don't know. And they're looking at that. You know, I don't know. Could be the could be a motor production, like because mm. it's a supercharged. So. Yeah. 
There's no way Fleet XL Maverick customers want to pay to get 13.2-inch screens. I feel like that was a confusion because we're talking about. I'm not talking about Fleet. No. Talking about. Customers. What we, what yeah. we purchase. I think what they're saying is, is that keep the Maverick as the, the cheap entry level mm -hmm. by keeping that screen down. But here, I mean, I think we're, we're getting away from what the whole goal here is for Ford is, is that they produce more F series than anybody else, which is why they beat everybody else. Right. And, uh, and it's about production, about how many they can kick out and what they were having problems with, with you got to remember when you have 11 different screens, you have to have support for 11 different screens and you have to have suppliers for 11 different screens. But if you have, if you can condense that down to four screens and four good suppliers for those screens and they can keep you and they can keep you going, mm -hmm. it's going to make simplicity better. So you noticed Explorer went from all those different trim levels to four trim levels. And they, they have, I think that one page was like, I don't know, 40 configurations. I mean, they condensed down what configurations there are. Um, that helps. Look at Maverick. When we, we were talking about this on a lot of our vehicles out there, you look, if it, if it is a Maverick hybrid Lariat, there's like two options and that's it. You know how easy it is for them to kick out Lariats because they know all of them are going to have these features. Oh, one's got a moon roof, one doesn't. That's just a shell difference. That is it. Yeah. And then you can get an upgraded black wheel. Boom. Just give me a different wheel and put it on there and, and we're ready to go. How simple it is and how even on the Maverick and look at it, three trim levels on a Maverick. So again, talking about simplicity and by putting the same screen in all of them makes things better, yep. makes things easier. So yeah. you don't see when you go up to the Platinum Explorer, you don't see a an upgrade premium for that screen versus the active screen. It's the same screen. But instead, the Platinum is getting the upper materials. It's getting upper convenience features. It's getting those things. So when you step up, you're stepping up to different materials. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference that they need to make for the XL, XLT, and Lariat trim. What we're having a real issue right now with, to be honest, speaking of talking about the XL is we have a lot of customers ordering the XL. Mm -hmm. And the reason is it's standard uh, cruise control. It's all those features are already standard in it. If they're all going to get a 13.2 inch screen as well, right? Why would you go to XLT? Yeah. My opinion, and a lot of people aren't going to like what I have to say here, but the XL has too much equipment. In my opinion, if the XL needs to be, because if you look at XL F150, it gets the, it gets the bigger screens. Yeah. Looking at a, a 2024 XL gets the 12, 12 inch touchscreen. Same touchscreen as an oh. XLT, but people upgrade to the XLT because the other features. And by staying XL, they don't have to get the blue and orange interior that they may not like, which they go up to uh, the black appearance package to get in an XLT. So I think that's the other thing is change your color interior of the XL because I think people choose the XL because they like the interior better than the XLT interior. Yeah. A lot of people don't. I think can add wheels later. A lot of people don't think that the blue and orange go together. I like it, but that is one person's opinion out of everyone's. Yeah, I, I think the I think what they they should have left the cruise control off the XL mm -hmm. when they went to twenty three and they added it on. Look how many more XL orders they had because of that one feature. Yeah. I think 
taking some of the, the stuff off of the XL and then adding standard black interior on the XLT with the option to go to blue and orange would be a good choice. So then those that want that can get it. But those that want the black mm -hmm. can get the black. Yeah. What is the oh, here? Let me look at the priceless section. I have never because on so, XLT, you have to go up to black appearance package and that gives the misconception that you are no longer getting the blue dash. And so many people are upset when it comes in and it has the blue still has dash. The blue. It still has blue on it. Yeah. It's, we, we had somebody not take theirs and was real upset with us because we did not tell him that it wasn't going to happen. Well, his that. wife did. Someone else said that they got theirs in and their wife didn't take it. They didn't want it anymore because she thought it was going to have a black dash. That's why she got the black appearance package. Doesn't yeah. have it. It's blue. She well, didn't like it. And when we went over it, black appearance package, there was the only images we had was one of the outside. We had no image of the inside. Yep. They just said it was going to have black interior. And we were going off of that. And so he, yeah, I know that one customer was real, real irate with me because mm -hmm. he said I didn't tell him that. And I'm like, I didn't know. I mean, we don't know that. So, so okay. So the question is, we should, well, this needs to be like a separate, like we should talk about this next week because um, XLT Maverick from XL. Here's what you get for $2,500. You get an upgraded wheel, 17 inch aluminum wheel. Uh, that's the gray wheel. You get an extra cubby in the, in the, passenger side mm -hmm. in the in the bed bed storage cubby um extra cargo tie downs yeah not a big deal you get a different color grill yeah probably not a big deal you get an xlt fender bed and yeah. you get um now you get power mirrors so that's another thing they should have left off of the xl was when you went copilot 360 you got the power mirrors they should have left that off yeah in fact in my opinion okay so if you really want to get people to go from xl to xlt from xl you need to not have the Copilot 360. I mean, go ahead and make the XL the cheapest one and let people have it, right? Um, but don't include Cruise and don't include the power mirrors and don't include the Copilot 360. Mm -hmm. It's uh, somebody that says, I just want the cheapest truck. I don't need all this other stuff. Yeah. And make the XLT the, the walk that you have to take to go power mirrors to get your and make Copilot 360 standard I equipment. Mean, that's why I went up to XLT with the Lux package is because I wanted the power seats. Because if you look at the stuff on XLT, there is not much there is a reason I want to go XLT other than the wheels. Because if you look power, the power mirrors, well, I can get power mirrors if I go Copilot 360. Mm -hmm. And it's only $600 instead of $2,500. Exactly. Wheels are about 1000 bucks. Now you're maybe you're $1,600. I still save myself $1,000. Um, and I get the black interior. Um, and I think that's that I think was a mistake that Ford had because we actually they reached out and they actually asked us. They said, hey, why do you think what can we do to get people from the XL to go to the XLT so we can stop? We have so much constraint on the XL trim. They actually asked us and I said, maybe the XLT needs a package discount like you do on the F-150. Maybe you need to make it if you go XLT, you save a thousand, you get a thousand dollar discount. I mentioned that. Yeah. And maybe that would make them. That's the difference. And price-wise, you mm -hmm. get wheels and you get this. And yeah. But the other thing I think would help is if, like next year, they made, they took the Copilot 360 out of the XL. Yeah. Maybe leave Cruise. Take that out of the XL, because that is not a something that you have to have. Maybe Cruise Control for some of these fleet workers. That's fine. And these businesses that want to save cheap. But take out the Copilot 360 and the power mirrors and make that an XLT trim. Mm -hmm. And then, but also make it 
you know, something yeah. like that. Anyway. So someone said, how about, <laughs> someone said, how about black and orange? I kind of like that. Black and orange. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yes. So Ragnarcon, I got a, he had a point there too. Second rant. Uh, the black diamond especially has no reason to exist. Yes. I think that should be a package. It's a package on the Bronco sport. Let's make it a package on the Bronco as well. Yeah. So you go, you go to that package and you get the, the rock rails, you get the vinyl flooring. Well, I guess you already get the vinyl flooring. Mm. So now that they have big Ben where it's marine grade vinyl, vinyl flooring. Um, yeah, I agree. What's, what's the, what's point, the point of the black diamond rock rails front? What? Uh, no, even the differential, you got to go up for that. Yeah, you don't get the front locker. What is it that you? I can't remember now. What something's included in that, making an off-road edition that's included in that. Um, I don't think it's front and rear locker. Maybe it's re rear locker is included as standard equipment, but you can add that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I agree with him. Um, I think that's that's something else. I gotta simplify down. They really don't need that. Although if you look, that's the one. That's the one item that I think they have more orders of black diamond than some of the others. I actually am a big fan of the Black Diamond, so I like the I like that package. That's why my if you look at the Bronco that we have, it's got the rock rails, it's got the Black Diamond grill, uh, it just doesn't have the flooring or the vinyl seats. See, Ragnarcon says the two point seven engine is available on Black Diamond. That's really the only benefit over the oh, Big Bend. Big Bend now for this year now, but last year you could get that I think, but yeah, for this year that is a that is a benefit going to the two point seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, onwards true, with true. our question. But make it available on the Big Ben, and then you wouldn't, like you said, don't need that trim. Yeah. Anyway, um, any other how, last questions? How does one get a sticker from Famous Tim Barts? We can send you one. Yeah, ask me for one. You send me an email. I'm doing <laughs> sticker swaps. You got one? No, you can Email us. Yeah, we'll, so we can send it out to you, Brandon. We got his address. Uh, why going with the Mach-E instead of Lightning? It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's about four grand or 40 grand uh it's cheaper um if i were to order and the a leases are really good <laughs> if oh. i were to order a maverick today when would it get built so that would depend on who Dealer. you're yeah. who you are ordering with how many allocations they're getting each month what's on your order and a couple of other things um getting built is a wide variety term that you know, you have to get scheduled and then it gets built. So let's say you're at a dealership that doesn't that has allocations, but not any orders. And you could get scheduled this this week. You'd be scheduled for April build dates. So mm -hmm. you're looking at getting it in about May, sometime in May. So that would be the best case scenario is May. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're at a dealership that doesn't get a lot of allocations and they have orders, then it could be you're probably talking summer. So really, again, it's having that conversation with your dealer to find out. How are you doing? How many orders will it take a while? You know, and then looking at it and going, okay. Like I mentioned earlier, I think I actually wanted to look it up and I here. Like on Bronco for us. Center shouldn't put a delay on a Lariat truck, correct? No. Okay. You're good, Yolanda. Um, having that sunroof on there is not See? going to delay. So 
we have five Bronco allocations. Here's a here's a good re, good explanation of this. We have fry, five Bronco allocations this month. We have zero retail Bronco orders. So if you have an order with us for the Bronco, if you ordered this week, now this week you won't because they're doing specialty scheduling, but let's mm-hmm. say you ordered a Big Ben, Black Diamond, whatever, any of those trims really, you're going to probably get scheduled next week for yeah. a production date in April for a Bronco with us and get yours in May. So that's a pretty quick turnaround, three months. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, but again, that is a dealership that has zero retail orders for Bronco and five allocations. So uh, looking, having that same conversation with your dealer is the, is the only way that I can really help you on that is for us. Um, if you try to order with us, a Maverick, we have about 40 Maverick orders and zero allocations this month, but we have 47 in stock Mavericks. Yes. So. Oh, Take I was gonna a show look at video. in stock. I was going to show this video. <laughs> Let's see if I can find it. Hold on. So I, before I you go and start ordering where you may not get ordered I can for get a you while. On right now at we MSRP can... <laughs> or, uh, or EcoBoost, uh, $500 below MSRP if you want. So if you're looking, look at our website, lawmacarthur.com. Take a look. We have 47 in stock. Might be more now since a couple popped in today. Um, we have a bunch. We have over 40 Mavericks available on our lot of all different configurations uh, that you oh, can take a look at. I didn't record that. It's... Can I do that muted? And they redid our lot. So they reconfigured <laughs> where we park things in the past week. So that our Mavericks are sitting in the very front row. And then um, right after they finished up, we had 10 more come through and they're like can these sit back here because we don't have anywhere to park them we're gonna have to reconfigure the reconfigured lot okay so here's i mean just for fun here take this off just for fun here's there's this here is i don't know if the audio is going to come through or not but where's my screen it's right there okay i gotta move this over so here i just decided let me just walk this. This is the front row of our dealership. So most dealerships, the front row is their cool cars and everything else. Our front row is 40 Mavericks. Now you might count them because I don't think it's quite 40, but this is our entire front row of our dealership. And um, you'll see those other rows haven't started yet. So we actually have this front whole row plus another row of Mavericks. Yeah on our lot right now those are all ready to roll ready to be uh signed over to somebody um and all of our hybrids are msrp pricing and all of our ecoboost are are 500 below msrp which in a lot of yeah. cases especially on xlt you're talking invoice pricing yeah someone said only 40 mavericks your lot must be huge it is we do have a big lot larger than most well let's see pre-covid we could fit about 150 vehicles on our new lot yeah. Right now, we that's about what we need. I think we're about 140. Yeah. Hey, there's a black appearance package one. So this is me walking actually almost as fast as I can without doing this. But without jostling. Yeah. So um, it's like a minute and 15 seconds anyway. Temporary dealership name change. Long McMaverick. <laughs> Long McMaverick. <laughs> there you it. go. And right there on the point. Yep, on the Maverick. point. <laughs> Yep, and then I did actually go around because I was going to keep walking, and I decided not to. But uh, if you look, you on, can see look on the back row because the sun was coming. That's why I didn't go. Yeah. Hey, there's a Raptor right there that's three grand off right now. By the way, 
Bronco uh, Raptor. Bronco Raptor Silver. There's also a heritage, a couple of heritage out there too. Anyway, yes, we have heritage at I think fifteen hundred off, thousand mm-hmm. off. Anyway, uh, red one. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So if you're looking to get a Maverick, instead of ordering one, maybe see if we have one. And like I said, if you finance with us, uh, we can we'll pay for the first thousand dollars of the shipping cost too. So mm-hmm. anyway. I know this is all about selling at Long MacArthur, but there you go. We're just trying to help you get a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And you can get an MSRP or 500 well, under. Why, why wait? Least. You can have it in your driveway in a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, some dealers' lots are small. Um, we are actually a large dealership for our town. We I, that lot, I guess, has been 20 years since we built it, mm-hmm. but we also added on. Some of you that are members have seen my lot walk. We added on to the back part of that. But, um, you know, during truck season, we order a lot of Super Duties and we have to use the field back behind. Yeah. We call it trucks in the field. We <laughs> um, have fun with it, too. Yeah, trucks I mean, in the field, trucks yeah, in the field. Yeah. So they, the city will let us get away with it for a little bit because technically we own the, the property that's in the grass on the other side after when I got down to the end of the row. Technically own that, but. It's not licensed to put them on there, but sometimes the city will let us get away with it for like a, a week. Like a, a promotional a Yeah. Say, so, hey, we know we have so much. Can we put them out here for like a month and yeah. they'll let us do it. But Usually uh, that front row is our um, performance F-150s. Perform- our F-150s are usually the yeah. full front row. Um, they did move the F-150s to two rows. So we have more Mavericks right now than F-150s. So they asked <laughs> me that. Okay. One of our departments asked me today, they were like, how many Mavericks do we have? I'm like, I think last time I checked, like 40, 40 something, like 47. They're like, do we have more Mavericks than F-150s? I'm like, no, I think we're still in the 60s on F-150s. So there's 34 F-150s. We're down to 34. 34. And then there's 48. 48 Mavericks. My God, we have more Mavericks than F-150s. The bad thing is we have to sell like all those F-150s this month because we got to, we have to, well, and I mentioned when I was talking to them, I said, well, yeah, usually we have more F-150s, but we, this is a refresh year and it's taking a while for those F-1, for the new F-150s to get to us. So we're supposed to get a hundred and a hundred Mavericks this month. Yeah. A lot of these were people ordered these 23 model year transition 24 and a lot of situations changed in that time frame from when they ordered. So it's been over a year, some people a year and a half. So it has, things have changed. And a, a lot of these situations we've, we've asked that we, we want, we don't want to have this many on our lot. We wanted the, the ones that people ordered, we wanted them to take delivery. So we've been asking, well, why are they not taking some of these vehicles? And it looks like a lot of the ones, I think a lot of people ordered Lariats thinking they could afford the Lariat. Yeah. And then because of rates, they can't afford the Lariat payment. So then they can't take it. Um, and, so I think that's that's a lot of I think that's a lot of what's happening because if you look at what we have on the Maverick of the forty eight, that's um, the breakdown and trim um, of that. Thir- well, no, we do have thirty two XLTs now. So yeah, um, so only twelve are lariats or thirteen actually. We got one that's labeled, one's lowercase. We got to fix yeah. that one. Um, if anyone does see a Maverick that they like or would like more information on, uh, you can email me. I just tagged, pulled up my email there for you. Go ahead and email me at that or call into the dealership dealership, and ask for Sarah or Tim, and we can get you situated with someone and get you going on it. 
Hagnacon. Ooh, Bronco Raptors for under ninety thousand. Yes. <laughs> that ninety. We were just talking about that today. Um, what's funny about that is that um, I am. Um, Yolanda, hurry and message me. Silver Lariat with the moonroof. Vin ending in two one nine five three. Yeah, just email that over. Just yeah, we um. It's funny that say bring a trailer had a Bronco Raptor for sale on on bring a trailer whatever, and they people were curious on how cheap it was going to go, and it sold for seventy nine. I'm like, that's getting tempting. So that is crazy. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, that's what they were originally. We do not say this usually, but uh, we are not technically in sales. He is our internet sales manager. He yeah. handles YouTube. He handles our internet so, stuff, uh, yeah, but he is not technically in sales and I am not technically in sales. So we wouldn't be handling the sale of your vehicle. We'd get you with one of our specialists. But if uh, you have any you. issues whatsoever, you can contact me. So yes. um, you or can me. always, you can always email us. Um, but yeah, we don't, um, we do. Um, it would be difficult for us to be able to do the, to the, we're mainly, mainly in marketing. So it'd be really hard for us to be able to market if we're, so I used to, I used to do that. I used to do internet sales front mm -hmm. start to finish. And so what usually happen is while I'm working other deals, because I have so many people that I'm coming in and selling, then I wasn't, cause I also had to picture cars. So then I wouldn't picture cars and then all of a sudden it slow down. And I'm like, well, that's because I need a picture car. So then I picture cars and all of a sudden, boom, 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 I get real busy again. And then the, it was this roller coaster. Um, so I focus on the yeah. marketing part of it and we have sales guys that focus on helping process the sales. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll yep. make sure we get you somebody good. Got a lot of good guys around here, so yeah, and we'll take care of it. So, um, one thing about the Lariat Maverick, one of the reasons I think that people aren't taking them is because of the now standard packages. Oh, that probably too, because they did change that for twenty-four mile mm -hmm. a year, and so yeah, so that could be part of it too. I really think that like. A lot we see, we have so many lariats. I think that's another. The bulk portion of our stock right now is lariat, and it, I've heard so many stories of, you know, they didn't have all these packages on their lariat. They just moved up because all they wanted was the seats. They mm -hmm. just wanted the active X. So that's all they wanted. So now they moved up. It's five thousand dollars more. That's not price protect protected. It's not part of the private offer. They but, don't want it anymore. So at first I'm like, why don't they do it like the Bronco Sport where that's a package you can order or not order, right? Mm -hmm. The Copilot 360 Assist Plus package. But now look what they're doing with the, the Explorer where Adaptive Cruise is standard on all of them. Mm -hmm. I yeah. still think that, and that would be another thing you can make in an update to the XLT is the availability for Adaptive Cruise. Yeah. I've had a lot of people say, I got an XLT and I want to add Sirius to it or I want to yeah. add the Adaptive Cruise. Can I add it later? I'm like, maybe not legally or not not good not the right way yeah. uh, i don't know if i wouldn't do it but you know but i think that's that's where we've lost a lot of the lariat people is they wanted that xfx so, but they don't want all the packages they don't want that extra cost they were forced into it now they don't want it yeah all right you so, realize it's only uh, 15 minutes till 10 that's your bedtime you gotta get home do i <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Uh, it's been a fun evening. Uh, if you have any questions, add, you know, is the Lariat uh, so much more expensive than it's other not... trims? Well, now the Lariat comes standard with all the different packages. So 
Uh, I think the cheapest, like if you look on our website, the cheapest Lariat out there on our website. Oop. Because mind you, now that all packages are standard, there's really only two options you can have. I think 35000 is the cheapest yeah. um, hybrid Lariat, I should right. say. So if you go EcoBoost, then you'd be maybe in the 332 yeah. price range. So you're talking 332 well, yeah. and then they got to go all-wheel drive, so technically it's not. Yeah. Actually, a hybrid is cheaper on a Lariat than an EcoBoost because yeah. you got to go all-wheel drive. So technically, 35.7 is the cheapest you can get yeah. a, high, a Lariat, whereas like we got a bunch of XLTs without the extra packages that are 29.4. Right. That is about as cheap as you're going to get an, an XLT hybrid, 29.4. So you're six grand. Yeah, which, and I don't think, like the people that ordered, it wasn't that, Oh, that that price difference. It was the unexpected price difference of this wasn't standard. I didn't have it on my order. Now it is standard. And now I have to pay $5,000 for things that I didn't want. And yeah. it puts a bad taste in their mouth. They don't want it anymore. Yeah. They'd rather go back down to the XLT. I still or just not purchase it and go find something I would else. Like, I would like to see, you know, on, on certain vehicles, Explore. Your family vehicle, your three rows, you know, you want to make that included in that. I don't know. I'm kind of in that, in that where, yeah, I'd like to see, I'd like to see the availability for me to order it though on an XLT. So yeah. don't let, don't make me go to the, the leather make, I, I, I wish the package wasn't a, was, was optional on a Lariat, but also optional on the XLT. So make that Copilot 360 assist mm -hmm. plus package, a package that I can order, but not made to order it right yeah on a cheaper truck you're you're looking at an inexpensive truck you know like ragnicon said you know you used to be able to get a lariat quit under 30. yeah now it's not it's 35. um and so it'd be really nice but even at xlt if you added that one that cheapest one is 29 something yeah. you should be able to add that and you shouldn't have to get the lux package so Again, I, I still compare it to a Bronco Sport in a sense that, you know, Bronco Sport Big Ben has two packages available. Well, they have more than two now, but you have a Copilot 360 Assist that gives you adaptive cruise, mm -hmm. but then also you have a convenience package. I yes. compare that to an XLT Lux package. Mm -hmm. So make an XLT available to have either one and not required to get the Lux to get the Copilot 360 because yes. that's not a luxury feature. That is a that to me that's not really that a safe it's kind of a safety <laughs> feature but that should be available on either one and available yeah. on xlt trim so um like i said I'm, I'm working out i'm trying to get somebody here you guys probably figured out now who i'm trying to get on the show but um he's already voiced they wants to do this and actually ford is allowing him to do it mm -hmm. and um there's the bronco nation out there that has the bronco brand manager on and I, so I feel like we're the Maverick Nation, and we're trying to get yeah. the Maverick brand manager on our show. So we're working on it. So anyway, so yeah. we'll see. Um, I know he's already mentioned about either remoting in or even being here in person. So we'll probably see if we can remote in. Which and during our uh, meeting that we had, I found I can sit here. Yeah, that's true. So it's a little difficult, but well, we can even do two right here, grow mm -hmm. it pretty easily. Um, but anyway, we're working on that. We just might have to maneuver cameras. But uh, anyway, we'll see. If I, if I bring him here, he's got to bring some merch. Got to bring us the Maverick merch. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, that's it for this show. Uh, great after hours going on there. Yeah, lots of fun tonight. I thought it was fun. Anyway, 
some people I kind of ran on some things in my opinion, and a lot of people may not agree with me, and that's fine. Um, that's why it's an opinion. But hopefully you guys value the discussion and, and talking through that and having fun with it. Anyway, all right. That's enough of that. Um, thank you guys very much for joining us. Hope you guys uh, have a great week. And uh, look for some Explorer videos, hopefully. We're going to work on getting those out, depending on how things go this week. Um, hopefully that happens. So be looking for those as well. So going through the building price and everything else. Uh, building price and everything nice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys very much. Uh, anything else before we leave? I had a thought, but I lost it. So no. <laughs> you sure yeah i lost my thought okay I, I really can't think of what it is all right well thank you guys very much for joining us tonight and i hope you guys have a great week until then stay positive be kind to of one another and be kind to yourself we'll see you later <laughs>